The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool. I get the keys where I just come in and only comment on music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's about to be Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play Little Bean instead. Aquaman's a hero! It's better than number one looks like. I guarantee you blow the load like a shot. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum, assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building On Skype, he is a riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Okay, Jay. Thanks, man. (laughs) Next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's Oz. You can't ask us to mute our mics and not expect repercussions and God damn it. <laughs> Got consequences? Consequences or repercussions. Next, he's the backbone, the pillar, the strength of fantastic form, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. <coughs> uh oh. Now I gotta get you that cough button. No, oh, you got got to get that for the friggin' vaccine. It's just my my joint. It's just his joy. Is that what he said? Joint. joint. Oh, I was like, jeez, Boy Scout, mother. Get. Jeezy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, doctor for myself. Jeezy, doctor for Evan. Chat is. I think he's having a stroke, and somehow we. It happened. Somehow we are in it, involved in it. But anyway, you, you'll read that when you get talk about chat. 
Uh, yeah, no, no, I, I see it. That. I see it. Like I'm, that's, I'm Lawrence Young, by the way. They call me Mary Young. That's Welcome a fantastic page right there. Like, we ain't got that kind of time. Why yeah. everybody quiet all of a sudden? Did you start reading it? Yeah. God, Lawrence, you're hosting. What? Who's hosting? What? What's happening? Oh my God! It's Fantastic Forum. Welcome. I, I, I take the blame for this. I asked them to call in this week. Welcome. Oh, jeez. Wait, you asked who to call it? You. Yeah. Our loyal listener. Our biggest fan. You are dumb. You are so dumb. <laughs> Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Uh, like I don't know why I swallowed all that. We're, we have a great show for you today. Uh, that who's recording? Somebody mark that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I got it. Damn it. The thing I'm not recording, right? <laughs> We're going to be talking to you today about uh, Bloodshot, the, the, the movie out in theaters now, or maybe not, because they might all be closed. Uh, we'll be talking to you about Owl House, which you can watch because that's on the Disney Channel, provided that you have cable or i guess some other form of disney watching medium uh we'll also be talking to you all about marvel comics number 1000 as well as mercy number one uh which you can get both of those at your local comic retailer until they close and uh well of course we're bringing you the you know it, it's much safer if you buy it digitally. That way you can stay socially distanced from everyone. There it is. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, you you can get the Moses Magnum Heavy Metal Minute, which I think is immune to Corona. And, uh, of course, the I'm last... Talking case... about to the last Moses Magnum Heavy Metal Minute... It was nothing but Corona. <laughs> it, it it was, in fact, not, well, almost nothing but Corona. And now That's... this one's only four minutes, but three minutes of that is coronavirus. <laughs> <clears throat> and, of course, other comic book news. All that and more coming up very soon. And, of course, whatever else you all want to talk about. We'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Ruben, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and, of course, you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love so much, which are comic books. Uh, and also, if you want to get down Fantastic Forum, um, oh, wait, should I be doing this? or is it, We don't have the intern, right? Oh, uh, We have her. She's here. I got her right here. Oh, oh okay. Intern. I don't heavy metal minute. Uh, I'll send it to you right now. I mean, if you got a way to, to put it out, I'm cool with that, too. Well, I think way. if you play it, Larry can hear it, and I don't want him to miss it because he loves the heavy metal minute. I do. I like the last one. You're the only the, one that The Corona it. edition. COVID-19 sounds like a metal band. They actually made a coronavirus t-shirt, and it says World Tour on the back, and it has, like, all the countries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. But it's $30. It's, it's I'm grim not, dark. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to buy that for $30. Yeah. Oh, you know, I did hear about that actually, but yeah, well, well that, I'm sure that's in the heavy metal minute. I no, can get a roll of two ply for thirty dollars. 
It's it's not. I didn't talk about it. But... Heavy from last week, right? I'm sorry. Was that in heavy metal minute last week? No. Oh, never mind. Speaking of which, you all did a great job last week. It was a good show. I left my ass off. Thank you. Hey, intern. I guess he forgot about you. Say what? I uh, just sending the intern back home since. We oh obviously- no! <laughs> intern, please go. Hurry. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. By the way, if my if any of my audio sounds off, let me know because I didn't get a chance to do the pre-show checks on it. Sounds good so far. Well, yeah, because you're just hearing my voice. Of course, it's going to sound good. We heard the intern. There is a little bit of like uh, auto-tuning issue, but I think that's not our fault. That's the the world collapsing, the apocalypse. So connectivity is a little a little shaky. There it is. So. Uh... Yeah, fellas. How how are you all holding up? Are you all uh, self-isolating? No. I mean, I'm not. No. Yeah. No, no. You all are just out in the world. I'm just working in the world. With, I'm working with a thousand other people from all around the state of Illinois. No. Yeah. Sorry, Oz. I well, don't know if you're going to make it, buddy. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's unrealistic to shut everything down because there's so many things we depend on people for, you know? On our day-to-day things, that's things we take for granted, like you know, like the power grid. <laughs> yeah. Like well, we, no, the, the power grid's not gonna shut down. Like that's considered no, but I'm saying, but they, essential. they can still be infecting and 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 carrying the virus around. Now, here here's the stupid thing. So we're we're a large group of people all working together all day, right? I'm I'm around people all day, but because of Corona. The the cafeteria now is carry out only. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we That's... eat in the cafeteria, but we would take the food back to our desks where there's yeah. thirty of us. Contaminate the place that was already kind of clean. Well, um, that place not clean. No, but you know what I mean. The gym, my gym closed down. Yeah, and, mine did too. And it's like I went to the gym on Monday. It was beautiful. There's only six <laughs> people there. And, you know, some guys like, oh, did you wipe this properly? And I said, well, uh, you know, they're like, you got to wipe it because right now, you know, the germs. And I'm like, look, there's nobody here. It's just us six. And I said, and they ran out of the wipes to actually wipe everything down. The, the little Lysol disinfectant wipes. They gave us a spray bottle and paper towel. And I go, all right, well, look, I go, did you wipe the plate that you put on the bar to bench press? Because, you know, you wiped everything down, but not the plates. Like, every single one of these plates has to be wiped down. And he's like, I didn't think about that. And I go, on top of that, who do you think wipes down that fucking uh, uh, spray bottle that you sprayed the disinfectant into? That spray bottle's being touched by everybody here, and nobody wipes down the spray bottle. <laughs> I go, you're not safe. <laughs> nobody is safe. Safe. Nobody is safe. You're, this de- is, I go, you're dead already. Yeah, it, nobody is safe. <laughs> like, they're giving you an illusion of safety with all this bullshit. And you know what? Some of us are safe and some of us aren't. That's just a sad fact about it. And there's yeah, nobody, that's... there's nobody, there's no 
cosmic force or providence that's going to stop that. It's just going to happen and it's going to play itself out and, you know, we're going to be a little less populated. It's like apocalypse. It's the culling. Yeah, it's thinning of the herd. Only the strong will survive. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, and, you know, I, I... yeah, <laughs> I'm going oh, to work. Oh, Modem I'm, worked himself up. I'm, I'm going. Was like, you know what? That half of the population deserved it. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's not like you know they say stay away from crowds, and then that same Monday, like my routine every time I work out, mm-hmm. I go get a tuna wrap from Trader Joe's next door to the gym, and I get a green drink and an apple. That's my breakfast after the gym every time I work out. That's my routine. And then this time, because, you know, it is a little scary out there. I'm not going to go get food. My worker got uh, uh, had a stroke, so he's hospitalized. So I'm I, so sorry to hear that. I, I yeah. heard that last week. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, man. But he, he's, 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 come, he's getting better. I, <laughs> I called to, to check how he's doing, and he asked me for money. <laughs> so he's doing he's good. He's like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Goes, I need sick leave. Yeah, paid sick leave. You got some twenty. You got like twenty bucks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I got you. But then when I went, they closed the hospital down. They didn't let anybody go in, so I couldn't give them the twenty bucks. Uh, but yeah, so there was a line. Let... There was a line out the Trader Joe's around the corner, and it's like they yeah. tell you, like they say, avoid crowds. You're out in the rain. You're gonna catch death. Like you deserve yeah. the pestilence. You deserve the the plague. <laughs> you go. Know, I hope you all catch it. Because I'm at this point, I'm hungry. Like, I can't even have lunch because that was what, like, I was going to buy lunch to keep at the shop since I can't just run out because I don't have anybody there anymore. You know? Yeah. So I was going to stock up my fridge. And now, you know, uh, so then they started throwing garbage at my car and, you know, angry that I told them the truth. Like Jesus. There it is. So I had to. Mo's Mo, new Jesus. I had to go buy a. Like gas station sandwiches, <laughs> and that's what I stock my fridge up with. Jeez, I go man. like, if you're really afraid of like, you know, you gotta get get food and shit and case shit. Why don't you just buy like fifty McDoubles? Like those things last like a year without rotting. <laughs> like for real though, Larry. Like I'm not even joking. Like no, I know you're not joking, and and it's a plan that is viable. Like that would yeah. work. That that would work, you know. You get your jerky, you get your, you know, you go to Seven Eleven because none of that shit rots. Like that's the shit that's gonna like last. Like you ha- you get you get fucking jerky, you rehydrate it, you get a good stew going, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was me in the COVID nineteen. Well, it. at the very least, I hope you all are washing your hands. Oh, yeah. that you're not social distancing. Well, my job, my job, like, you know, is dealing with people. I get sneezed on without a plague going around, without the pale, yeah. the pale horse riding. I always, yeah. I get sneezed on about six, seven times a day. And I get coughed on, you know, they're under the cape, so they don't react in time to cover their mouth when it comes off like that. And sometimes it's not even sick. It's just, you know, hair gets in their nose, and, you know. Yeah. It's not germs, but a lot of times it is germs. Like, I, that moist cough all up in my face when I'm trying to line up a little kid. Like, that's, that's my, like, you know, that's my life. That's why I've been, since October, anywhere between 1,000 milligrams or 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C every day. And that's the only way I've been able to stave off any kind of cold altogether. I didn't get, remember last year I had the jitis for a month. 
Yeah, I do. And this that. year I didn't get it at all because as soon as the temperature dropped, and then I, I just started my regime of that, and and I didn't, you know, if it was too cold in the morning, I didn't go to the gym. Like I'm like, you know, it's too cold today. I'm not going out like that. Now I will tell you, like you gotta be careful of these little kids, Mo, because they're carriers. Yeah, I know. They, but they don't get sick, but yeah, they I have know. it. Yeah, but you know, they need a haircut too, and and I'm there for them. And yeah. I honestly like, I, I'm even if I do get the COVID nineteen, like. I just don't want to give it to anybody that could be vulnerable. So once I, I feel that or, or there's a test that they could give me that I can get, like, you know, when I thought that girl was pregnant, <laughs> you know, um, that like, you know, I'll do what I need to do to not pass it on. But, you know, in the meantime, I they're not going to pay my bills. That's true. Yeah. Not, not any of this relief talk. None of it has <laughs> has come out and said you know what there's the self-employed we need to take care of them too not one person has said that well te- technically they're talking about giving money to individuals yeah. ironically enough like it, it's so funny because like this happened and now everybody's like you know it would be really cool is if we could all go to the hospital and not have to pay anything mm-hmm. yeah. or it'd be really great if we all just got like yeah. like a thousand bucks like Every month, that'd be awesome. Well, all the countries that did have that are like over it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they very well like I know they were talking about. I I saw one report where they're talking about literally a thousand dollars check to a thousand dollar check to every person. Yeah. And then I saw another one where they said it was going to be two thousand. I know that Congress did end up passing some sort of corona relief bill but i don't know what what the particulars of it was so i know they were who talking knows? About, like, we, we we all may be getting a check we all may not be i don't know edison edison talked about um not thomas being, yeah well his legacy southern california oh, the, the company yeah um they talked about not charging people for their utilities and stuff but right when they were talking about that, they actually called me twice to tell me they were cutting my shit in the in the half hour, because well, everything was due a week, a week ago, and that's when I was dealing with the my worker with the the stroke. So right, that right. all all the bills slipped my mind. The only one was the rent because I pay that like earlier on. Right. And then right. then I'm over here. It's like oh, I'm in the middle of a rush, and it's like oh, you have a half hour to pay this, or we're gonna shut off your your electricity. Like, as they're saying, oh, you don't have to worry. You people are good, you know? But mine right. being a business account, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah. 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 So where well, the fuck is my relief? I mean, they said they were, weren't going to cut off any utilities, so I don't I, know. I mean, I do understand that. Yeah, I think they were talking more about residences, but... I don't know that that means they weren't talking about businesses too. Like I'm, I'm actually fortunate that I don't need that thousand dollar check <laughs> like, for real. Like that, like it's going to be nice, but I, I've, I planned my shit a little bit wiser and, and I, I'm, I can take a little bit like a month off without actually, since you can't go anywhere and spend money anyway, <laughs> like, I would only need for food, you know, and I think I can I can do that. 
but that's just yeah. that's just me being you know as a self-employed and business owner like you got to live six months ahead of everybody right so. right uh caller you're the fifth member of fantastic forum tell us who you are where you're calling from and if you are symptomatic or not <coughs> oh see hang up hang up <laughs> It's too late. We have it already. I was breathing in as he coughed, too. Uh, he got us. Did he taste it? Yeah. <laughs> he got us. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th this isolation thing, it feels the same like any other day, so it doesn't really matter. To me. <laughs> yeah. But like, I still have this to work. you been for your whole life, Hecht? Look, this is... Look, I can't, I can't, look, I'm coming in like Superman on this whole thing, because it's like, I, I got no problem being alone, I'm like this all the time, <laughs> I got Netflix, I got video games, I'm good, <laughs> word, my problem is that I have to go to work, yeah. are they not letting you work from home, <laughs> so it turns out that Michael's is an essential store, no way. No, it's not. Be yeah. Because we have stuff that can be used for homeschooling. No way. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. So we've been working the past week, week and a half with skeleton crews. So what that means is we have a, a cashier, a manager, and a framer. I thought that meant because they were all dying. Not yet. <laughs> Um, a cashier, a manager, and a framer? Yes. Why do you have the framer? Because we have a framing department. And the framer can frame stuff and direct people to other departments of the store if they need to find anything. Right. So they're basically the floor person, too. Yeah. Somebody's got to frame the pictures of the lost ones, of the loved ones we lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you know, you got. We're, we're playing 5D chess while everybody's playing checkers. Oh, jeez. Okay. So. Got it. I found out today that we're considered an essential store. So while I'm over here with three days off, hoping that we get our hours cut next week, we're not. We're going to be open regular business hours, but still not have the ability to have more people on the floor. So just so I got this straight, for, for the sake of my personal ego, I'm providing power to half the state of Illinois. Just as essential as an arts and crafts store. More. Listen, little, you're a little less only yeah. because you can't frame nothing. Right. <laughs> Damn, called out. Damn, tired. It's off. like, listen, somebody at Michael's could push all the buttons you guys push. <laughs> which, which one of y'all is going to mess around and frame this picture, though? How how many cart handles are you swabbing with a exactly. piece of paper towel? Exactly. I'm going to go to Michael's tomorrow and just put my junk on everything. Well, luckily, I mean, that's nasty. Yeah, but... your junk doesn't have the coronavirus because nobody's touching it. <laughs> first, first, I'm going to spit on it and then rub it. And then I'm going to... Yeah, look, after you do that, you're just going to take a nap. <laughs> right, but then afterwards... <laughs> like, you can't nap in the store. Man. Yeah, once you spit on it and then rub it, like yeah, that's 
you're not going out. That's self isolation right there. That's a <laughs> that's the most action he's gonna see yeah. in the whole week. Isolate all over the Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> like if you get to go there, but you... <laughs> they're gonna self isolate you in jail. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> Oh, oh and they're re- they're actually releasing inmates too ahead of time because of this. Well, you know, they 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 definitely re- I, you know, you don't, I don't want to say you don't want to say inmates. It's people that are jailed. That's different, you know? Okay. Cuz well, cuz you know the the news media is saying inmates. Ah, man. But, you know how it goes. Oh, hold on. Like I don't get it from the news cuz I don't watch the news, but people tell me and it's like I go, "You never seen any dystopian fiction?" And they're like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, dystopian like post-apocalyptic, you know, the fall of society." No, no. Well, what ha- like well, it, it it's usually a government that is run by corporations. They're the ones that remain in power after the collapse. But, you know, lo- there's a lot of lawlessness and there's a lot of people around that aren't you know, they were from a a justice system that isn't designed to rehabilitate but to punish. And then the, it's based predicated on the fact that they're all repeat offenders, so it becomes a good business model. And then when that falls, the public isn't safe and only the law, the people that can manage life in a lawless land survive. And then the like, judges come. And he's it's like, what? Even, it, it's even worse because it, it was funny... In New York, the uh, I think it was it was either the governor or the mayor. Somebody was was telling people that they have to that they might have to stay like don't go out. You know right. you're gonna be legally you have to you have to stay home. We're gonna take action. Blah blah blah. And then the attorney general saying, well we're gonna let out uh, a bunch of people from jail. Yeah. And we're not really gonna prosecute minor crimes. And most police departments are like, well we're not gonna yeah we're not gonna we're gonna limit arrests. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, wow, this is just like the Warriors. <laughs> look, look, I'm waiting for next week when we're all driving Mad Max style. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I yeah, tell man. people too. It's like you're too busy watching like you know, Walking Dead and stuff to see how things would happen. But you need to watch the strain. Oh, the strain was awesome. The strain is more likely like what we're seeing now, you know? That's true. Like it shit still functioned. It wasn't a total collapse. But it might as well be, and the people are the ones that suffer. Yeah. But it don't matter, because I'm still going to have to work. Yeah. I'm still coming I, here. I don't like that our show's been infected by the coronavirus. Yeah. Me neither. Well, at, the at the cornucopia, what? We, we, oh. can switch, we, we can switch to talking about uh, how it's affecting the comic book industry. Cause yeah. Let's do Lord that. knows that, you know, I mean, comic book stores like retailers were already you know talking about hard times as is you know this of course isn't going to help them any are are your shops closed uh no no actually like i i mean i i went to the comic book store today and, uh, <gasps> i went to, i went to two of them and they, they weren't closed like going to a comic book shop might as well be self-isolating <laughs> That's what this is seen at its finest. But but I will say that um you know we're getting to a point I think here in in Los Angeles or the greater Los Angeles Los Angeles area that I do feel like uh the the city is probably gonna go ahead and, and kinda insist that 
that some businesses close or whatnot. Um, they look, they, they shut down Vegas. They yeah. shut down the strip. Yep. So and if they shut down the strip, you know that, you know, which, and keeping in mind, of course, like that's a very dense area for people to congregate in. So that's, a, it's a different thing. I think the, the only reason LA as a whole hasn't shut down the way that some other cities have is because we're so spread out. Yeah. And it's like, you know, because, because we don't have like a centralized downtown and, you know, people kind of already are like kind of like in their own little areas as is. And, you know, certain groups of people just don't try to leave their area anyway. I think that's the only saving grace and why we haven't had anything like major say, like shut everything down. But except for, of course, the the biggest places. Right. Like, you know, well, um, I'm going to my comic book shop tomorrow. And if it's open, I'll take the hit and buy another pop, support local businesses, you know? Yeah. I don't want to buy another pop. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you do. It's mm-hmm. a sweet Nightwing. I, I will say that, um, but I do feel like, I know at the very least, um, Jeffries has... has I think they're thinking about actually doing either a curbside type service or something like that. Yeah, they talked, they talked they, about they're a, developing it for when it does happen. Yeah, if they, it's necessary. They were talking about already experimenting with delivery service. So yeah. you just you know I think we'll see how that goes, but yeah, I think I think it's a good idea. They gotta they gotta pay their bills too. You know, like I feel for for businesses like that because at least my thing. I don't have to worry about replenishing inventory and sitting on inventory. You know what I mean? Right. Like in right. in some sense I do, but I don't depend on that. So it's, you know, I, I, I just, you know, there's a reason why I started doing this and that, that's it. It's like if shit goes down, I can do this anywhere. I can disappear. They can call me like Renoir right. when I live in Switzerland and <laughs> and I'll still be coming here. Listening. What'd you say, Oz? What's a uh, Swiss name? Francois. Oh, I thought he said Renoir. I was like, damn. That's what I thought. That was smooth. Oh. That was smooth yeah. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know that from the publisher perspective, Image has said that they're making all of their books fully refundable for the, I think the next like month or two or something like that so you know so retailers don't get uh, or returnable I guess I should say not refundable but same deal just on the retailer so retailers don't get stuck with product yeah. during this time and so you know I'm hoping other publishers will follow suit but you know I, I know that I think IDW has also hinted that they might be considering something similar, but I'm not certain they've announced that yet. No word from Marvel or DC, as far as I know, or that I've seen. Oh, but, they, don't, they don't care. Well, my advice to people, to anybody listening, is look, uh, and this would help comic book shops too, because right now, you go to the store, it's going to be pretty hard to find toilet paper, and we're going to get to the point soon they're going to be running out, because 
let's face it, not a lot of us uh, rushed out to get it. But if you go to your local comic book shop, plenty of Marvel books to get. Yeah. Damn, Lauren. Oh, I don't like that. Like I'm like I'm sitting here like, Larry, if I ran out of toilet paper, like, well, I'm like I don't think. Well, the, well, you would probably use a DC book. Well, I wouldn't use any comic. Also, the Bible has a lot of pages. Oh, how dare you! You need that. Those those work better as rolling papers. That's true. That's something I've learned from me. <laughs> no rolling papers. You so, gotta, gotta get the uh, the Holy Spirit in you somehow. Yeah. Derek Gates says Oscar can't be buying stuff. He's in a one income family now. Actually, I I am. Yeah. Uh, my wife works for uh she for the graphics department of a casino, and I try to make the argument that. You know, she actually has a better computer and software at home. She could probably put out better graphics from home. Yeah. But for some reason, they're not letting her. Probably because they don't want to pay her. Yeah, well, there, it, it is a, <laughs> an excuse to not pay certain people. But uh, Derek H. also says DC is shutting down publishing anyway. Uh, I know Tiger Claw said something with my name on it. Uh, he says it must really suck for Moses Magnum, especially having to work at his barbershop. Would have to carry a bottle of hand sanitizer and Lysol spray. Um, actually, the the stuff we use, our stuff is surgical grade. It's uh, viricide, fungicide, and germicide. Like our stuff laughs at Lysol. Like it bends Lysol over and fucks it in the ass. So that's why it burns. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't like. I, yeah. I, it's every any precaution that I have to take now is something I've been doing and I was like certified and licensed by the state of California to do years ago. And it's what I do on my day-to-day business. Right. Like so, the state would literally fine you if you didn't actually use this, this amazing stuff. Not only if I didn't use it, if I didn't label it, that it cleans like in the name and everything it says. But if I don't have a separate label that specifically says that it's for disinfecting, like I get a $50 fine. So, yeah, that stuff, like, that stuff's great, and, and it works. I actually, um, my neighbor, uh, the business next door to me is a tattoo studio, and he couldn't find any of his wipes. And I looked at the ingredients and compared them to mine, and it's the exact same thing. It's just a different brand, and it's actually cheaper to get it through him, <laughs> but they can't get it. Like, he can't get it at all. Like, everything's gone. So I went to my supplier for my stuff. And was able to get his stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you saved my, you saved my business." Because if if I get a, a health inspection, and I don't have it, or like he has just a few wipes left and no no spare, like they just close them down. So yeah, that answers your question, Titanfall. And I'm over here just trying to get a bottle of Lysol. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't. You can frame shit. Yeah. No, wait, you can't. I can't. No, I'm not certified. <laughs> Why are you on the phone then? Because he wiped... go, go to Home Depot. For what? Yeah, racist. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean they have cleaning products at Home Depot. Maybe I haven't been I, there, but I can I, bet you the shelf is empty. I, I I went. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like that's the that's the place where people aren't going. That that's the because yeah. they don't know. Well, they're that's going. The, they're going now. Wait. They're going now. Uh, go ahead, Oz. That's the place avoided by most millennials. This, this. So I actually tried to go there yesterday <clears throat> to Home Depot twice, 
And um, it was, uh, like, because, you know, if they do, like, force me to, like, stay at home, um, like, I have a garden to tend to, you know? So, like, I'm going to get gardening supplies because I'm just going to make a fucking bomb-ass garden, grow some legumes and shit in case we need food <laughs> later on. Mm-hmm, and, yeah. uh, you know, the weather's been great because of the rain, so it's perfect. Yeah. So I, I collected, like, I want to say... I want to say like a good 300 gallons of rainwater. So, um, like I, I'm like I'm gonna do that, and then it's just packed, and it's like I, I can't, I can't, I can't sit in that line. Like that's another reason to go to Home Depot. They have a, a gardening section where, I mean, if worse comes to worse, you can wipe your ass like your ancestors. Yeah. <laughs> you get a good succulent, yeah. some white ass leaves. Well, you get the discount pine cones from the Christmas section, like from last year. Two. I have enough pine cones in my backyard. Even better. Uh, See, you're all set. Yeah, Tire Claw says if you run out of toilet paper, paper towels are a good substitute. No, they're not. Uh, like, not clearly, clearly, good clearly, clearly Tire Claw has never had. <laughs> clearly, and Tire Claw. Maybe. Clearly, Tiger Claw has never had a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Tiger Claw has never had the pain of running out of toilet well, paper. Look, I Tiger assume. Claw, the good life. His his on um, like a fluffy, velvety <laughs> pillow is the one I use. <laughs> I don't know. Cornerberries. <laughs> Larry, right. Larry did you hear that they canceled WonderCon too? Yeah, yeah, they canceled WonderCon. Look, honestly, I, honestly, I, I'm letting y'all know right now. I, I think all the like major stuff that we're looking forward to, probably through July, is probably all gonna get canceled. Look, can we say through till through June? Because you say through July, and you're gonna make me nervous. I'm, I'm telling you, July. Like, I don't think Comic-Con is going to happen. It, uh, of course. Of course. The one year we're going to be... Oh, my God, I don't even know if I can say it out loud. God. Yeah. No, don't I, I don't jinx yourself. I don't, and, you know, it, I could be wrong. I mean, we could still do that. I mean, knocking it, it. Like, we'll be getting better by July. It won't be like how it is now. But I don't know if... Uh, Things are going to be in a place where everybody's be like, oh, I, I mean, think about it, though, because it's not as much a thing like like one. I don't think I don't think they were trying to cancel WonderCon. I think WonderCon got canceled because people were like, I'm not coming. And so they're like, well, it doesn't make sense for us a terrible WonderCon. No one's going to be lose money. So it's canceled. And I think that same thing is actually the is for for Comic Con because there's whole groups of people that usually come out to Comic Con that just won't be able to come, and there's another group of people that probably could come but won't. And you know, people are just going to be like, okay, it might be getting better, but it won't be good. And I don't think because unfortunately, you know, things got mismanaged, and so now we're in the place that we're we are in. It's not like this is the first time an infectious disease has ever made 
made it to the shores of America. It's just the first time that, you know, we haven't had a good response for it. And therefore, things are getting canceled, you know. I mean, you all know, like, my day job, I work in events, and all my joints got canceled. Well, like, whatever whatever I can do to help as many people come as possible, just let me know. <laughs> Mail us at fantasticforum.com. Uh, yeah, Derek H. Need help coming to Comic Con. Like we're like, actually you know. we're doing the show from separate locations because of virtual distancing, right? <laughs> That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Derek H. says virtual conventions, E3, and Comic Con will be held on Minecraft servers. I would love to see that. I want to see all the work that they have to put into it, and then some fool comes in with dynamite and blows the whole shit up. Yeah. Also, yeah. too, the the other part of things like which you know. E3, you know, that, of course, that's canceled already. But um, with uh, things like E3 or Comic-Con is there's so many things that have to happen beforehand. Like, it's not like it's not a thing where you're like, OK, well, let's see what the beginning of July looks like. And then if it looks good, then we'll have Comic-Con. <clears throat> it's not that kind of thing. It's like, you know, stuff has to be happening now to make sure that Comic-Con is happening in July. By the way, the the city where I live had a Comic-Con last weekend they didn't give a fuck i mean it was probably like 20 <laughs> yeah there, but it was less the point, than the, the, the people the, the population was less than what they said you can't get together with like it was like right less the, than 50 it was under 50 people <laughs> yeah under the 50 people gathering i need to go to that thing because i swear they have it like they have like two a month or something oh, like yeah, every time i open facebook going. there's an advertisement for for one of them you should go to that I should, like, but I was working. Oh, I was yeah. in Chicago. Because, like, honestly, like, if we want to do, like, man-on-the-street stuff, like, that's one of the perfect places to go because you'll get people that either know or don't know. And right. you could ask even, like, humorous shit, and they'll kind of get it, you know? It, it's definitely more man-on-the-street than C2E2 because that's yeah. getting commercial, commercialized. Yeah. But, and we discussed that on a previous show that you guys can download today and listen to. Yep. Yeah. It's a while, while you shelter in place. Even though technically we're not sheltering in place, but uh, appropriate. <laughs> it's very offensive to our homeless population. No, jeez. I just went to the store earlier. <laughs> Thank you for and that. I, I'm sure I have some Corona somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I uh, caught a case of Corona, twenty-four pack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So I, you know, I, I, I don't think I, I would not make any. Strong plans until after my trip's been paid for for like three months. I know, friend. Strong plans. Like, obviously, uh, this is your fault, Oz. Every time I get an email from Orbit, like my butthole puckers a little bit more. <laughs> Listen, I, you should see the little holes in my chair now. <laughs> I will. I see, will you should have done what I told you and got that hotel that I suggested because. You could cancel it up until the Friday before you got to check in. And oh, I, I got an Airbnb. I, I can cancel that. Oh, that's, okay. That, that's not right. I can cancel it. It's the plane tickets oh. that. Your and, plane tickets are non They can't be canceled? They might be cancelable now, but you're not understanding. I don't want to cancel anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to well, be in LA in July. Well, well you should. Wait. Like, just come to LA anyway. Right. I, spread whatever virus is in me to you guys. <laughs> also, too, keeping in mind that you can cancel your tickets 
and probably get a refund and probably buy a cheaper set of tickets that you can definitely cancel. That's definitely or just use some money for beer. That crossed my mind because I, I was looking at, at prices and pissed off because they were like yeah. a oh, yeah. third of what I paid. Or, or you may not even have to cancel. You may be able just to call the airline ticket and be like, hey, man, can you match this rate? But that's probably not going to happen only because they're like, well, it's coronavirus. Yeah. You know, <laughs> they're going to be like, you know, they're, you know, but but you can probably cancel them and get a, a like a lower rate now that. And as far as I know, airlines, all airlines are saying, hey, you can, these tickets can all be canceled because they're just like, we just need you to buy a ticket. Yeah, but I don't want to open those orbits emails. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's probably what they say, but I don't know. Well, it, yeah, let's talk about so, our house. Here's my question for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Derek, Derek A says this is what Oscar gets for voting for Trump. Now he gets to suffer from the Trump virus. <laughs> What's your question for me, Oz? I'm sorry. Are we ever going to talk about anything you sent us about what we're going to talk about? Are you talking about the the agenda for today's show? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've oh. hit a single thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're about to transition to that right now. Nah, Corona Forum. We did. We, well, <laughs> like, some some of it was news. Yeah, this, exactly. Like, we talked segment. about... Huh? This isn't the new segment. Trust me. I know the new segment. Hilarity. All right. I grew Moses. Let's talk about Owl House. Jay, wake up. Yeah, I'm here. Let's talk about um, Owl House. <laughs> man, did you hear the okay. excitement in his voice? Yeah, actually, I did hear that. I'm like, uh-oh. Jay's like, finally, something important. <laughs> <laughs> so the Owl House is a new Disney cartoon by Dana Terrace. Uh, starring, well, co-starring Alex Hirsch, creator of of Gravity Falls. It's about a young girl who goes to a magical realm and is studying to be a witch. And uh, yeah, so far uh, the series, it's about eight episodes in. They've been doing a lot of world building. Uh, some character mo- some character development, and a lot of world building. And uh, it's basically her adventures. Um, not exactly learning magic, but trying to learn magic, meeting new friends, rivals. And uh, yeah, that's general. Um... Lawrence, you got the chance to watch it? I did get the chance to watch it. Uh, and it, it's a good show. It's a good show. Um, you know, I know that, like, lately you've been recommending, like, different animated shows for me to watch. And so I've been taking the time to try to check them out. And, you know... I will say that you were you like you animate the last couple were like really amazing shows and this show is really good so far and keeping in mind you said it's what eight episodes in yeah I've only seen maybe like half of those so like I've only seen like three or four episodes I think I've seen four actually and they were all good but but you know, I I think I've been a little spoiled, like by watching like 
Gravity Falls, you know, where I'm just like, okay, I I was hoping this would be as good as that, and it's not yet, but maybe it will be. Or, or um, Infinity Train, you know, and I, I don't feel like it's on the level of those. Yet, but at the same time, it's early, because I feel like I felt that way. I thought the shows were, you know, three episodes in. So mm. I'm just kind of putting that that caveat out there. But it, it is interesting because I, I do I really enjoy the main character and I love her enthusiasm and you were like I have definitely seen them doing like the world building and and uh um uh, you know trying to kind of set things up, set this stage for for the main character to play around in. Um but yeah, so so far, I'm enjoying it, um, and so I'm hoping that it will get even better. Okay. Um, now the fourth episode, which one is that again? Like, what's going on in that episode? I, I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the one where she actually finds out that there's the magical school. Oh, okay. And she goes and, like, actually goes to go see it because, you know, like, she's she's that kind of fantasy geek where she wants to be part of the magical school and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, that that's I think that's the fourth episode. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I know where you're at. Mm-hmm. So I will say that it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's like a mystery with Ida and her family. And like, there's still more world, world building for them to do that you haven't gotten to where they get into like the different types of magic, which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, uh, I can definitely say, if you keep watching, it, it will get better. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Like honestly, it's like it, like it's interesting because it, it definitely takes its time, and it feels like every episode we're getting introduced to like another character that is, you know, kind of like part of who's going to end up being like the core cast, and so you know, like. Like both of the like both of the last couple shows I mentioned, you pretty much get introduced to almost everybody that you're gonna be on. That's like important in like maybe that first episode. You know what I mean? Like like episode one, by by episode two, the crew is assembled. You know, four episodes into this, four episodes into this joint, like like I'm just feeling like I'm I, I, I'm just at the point now where I'm like okay I think these are all the characters that are going to be like the the supporting cast for our main character but I could be wrong because you know it's just like who knows like my episode 5 and there might be another person in this you know and it's not even to say like it's done well it's not like it's done very organically and it feels as though you know like 
it like just when you think it's like okay well so are we gonna move forward from here with these people like they add another one that makes sense for them to be around for that person to be around and it feels like the show is better for that person being a part of it and so it's like okay so now that we have this crew it's like are, are we moving forward with this crew or we're we gonna get more person like oh no so it yeah i'm 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 interested to see where it goes because it it's a cool cartoon and uh you know, it has a, a nice cast and people do their thing. I, it's it's interesting because I feel like um, the the two like I mean in my mind the two main characters are the the uh, what's the young lady's name the the main character basically lose lose yeah or yeah, in Spanish right. right like Lucille or Lucia or something like that right yeah right. And then it's interesting. It stands for light. Oh, which is right. kind of cool. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> like, and, and then which, um, oh, go ahead. I know you haven't gotten there yet, but yeah, you're actually on episode three. Oh, okay. So when you get to four, the name will be pretty cool. Okay. And then, and the, then when we get to five, they introduce the last, so far, the last main character that will you need to keep an eye on. There you go. And then uh, the, the, the witch. Uh, does she have a name? Ida. Ida. There it is. Ida the Owl Lady. Right. Like I feel like I those both of their voices feel somewhat familiar, but I can't place them. Do you know who they are? Wendy Malik. Uh, she Wendy Malik was in Just Shoot Me. Uh, she was in. She was in Sex Lies uh, and Videotape. She's what? Oh. Was she in Sex Lies and Videotape? I didn't see that, but she's been in like a ton of shit. Okay. Oh, no. uh, and he's in Just Shoot Me, Rats. Um, those are the only thing I could think of offhand. She was in Dream On but, on HBO. Ah, uh, yes, was Dream On. It's a very funny show. Yeah, I wish they would put that on the app now because, like, a lot of those old. H, like 90s HBO shows were really funny and really cool because like, they would do like sitcoms and I, they don't do those right. anymore. Like even uh, Louis C.K.'s first. Amazing. I'm sorry, say that again? The finale for Dream On was uh, still a good episode. I never saw it. <laughs> oh my god. It's basically they they t they talk about like why Wendy Malick's character and the black guy, they talk about why they don't get along. And they're like, kind of resolve that whole storyline in like the best fucking way possible. Nice. Spoilers. Eh, it's 30 years old. <laughs> like, yeah. And as far as Luz, I'm not sure who does her voice. Um, yeah. That's... Yeah, I'm okay. not sure. Yeah, it it just sounds familiar to me for some reason. Like I'm like I, I you know. But either way, like they they both do a really good job. And uh, yeah, the 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 way those two characters interact is 
is good stuff. Right. So, yeah, so far, what would, what would you rate the Owl House? Uh, you know, so far, three episodes in, I like it. I, I, you know, I think I'd give it like three and a half, kind of bordering on four. Like, I, I, I know that is going to be better than what it is already. I, it's just ramping up. And so I'm looking forward to seeing where where they take it. Like, I feel like it's going to be a show that, that I enjoy. It's just a matter of figuring out how much, or I should say, a show that I'm, I'm really going to enjoy because I'm, I'm already enjoying it. But it's just a matter of how much, you know, enjoyment I'm going to get out of it. Like, is it is is this going to be something that's going to end up being like, you know, a, a series that I even want to recommend to other people? Or is it going to be something that I watched and enjoyed? And if somebody brings it up, they're like, oh, yeah, that's a good, you know, a good show, too. So it it's going to be somewhere in there. Positive either way. It's just a matter of how positive. Okay. And just real quick, uh, Luz is played by Sarah Nicole Robles. Oh, that name doesn't sound familiar at all. I don't know who that She's is. She's only done like two things, right? Uh, say, say it well, again. She was in an episode of yes. I'm sorry. Uh, she was in Los Angeles. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy, The Fosters. Um, yeah, that's those are the biggest things it looks like. What would you rate it, Jay? Um, I would say like four and a half, five, like pretty, wow. like four and a half. So far, um, if I had any complaint, it's like sometimes they shy away from hits, which is always kind of annoying to me. When you say hits, uh, you mean like strikes, like actual punches? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that bugs me. But aside from that, like, I'm really enjoying it. I love the characters. I love the colors. Like, well, the colors are sometimes kind of annoying. Like, <laughs> I feel there's some horror elements that would have come out a little better with like a darker, uh, darker color scheme. Like, there's a scene with the this uh, monster that's like controlling puppets. And oh yeah. You don't know the first, and like with a darker tone like a darker color scheme, I think that would have come off as like really eerie instead of just like eerie. So I do like uh, some of the horror elements. Um, The animation is actually pretty good. There are like some chase sequences that look uh, really good. And um, some of the fight sequences actually look pretty amazing. And, uh, yeah, I like the characters. I like the concept. I like. I'm interested to know where they're going from here. Uh, from where I'm at, I don't want to give too many spoilers. Like I know you're planning on watching it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I'm really enjoying this a lot. 
So, yeah, man, that sounds like, you know, for you, like, it's right up there with, like, Gravity Falls and Infinity Train. Yeah, I mean, don't get me, yeah. I mean, if I had to choose, I would go Infinity Train. Um, Gravity Falls has murder, which I'm into. <laughs> um, this doesn't have that. But at the same time, what it does have is really good. Cool. So, yeah. Well, all right. Look, while while we have you, Jay, let's talk about Bloodshot. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go spoilers because I think just by watching the trailer, you know exactly what the movie is going to be. <laughs> and um, Oz, you didn't get to watch Bloodshot at all, I, right? I, I did get to watch it right after you mentioned it. Because <clears throat> when you live oh, okay. in a small town and you get to know the owner, then, you know, you can get away with certain stuff. You You got to schmooze a little bit. But I got to see it in IMAX. Had, oh, okay. had, oh, nice. Had a little popcorn, um, and really, I mean, the only the only thing is that now, should you ever be in the Davenport, Iowa area, step into Cinemark Davenport 18 IMAX, where we can't guarantee you'll enjoy the movie, but we have alcohol, so you you will enjoy your experience. Six there it is. On tap, plenty of uh, bottles and, and cans, and some wine. Come in anytime after April. <laughs> nice. Did they pay for that advertisement? They put. They paid with a, with popcorn in a movie in IMAX when they should they should be shut down. Okay, fair enough. So tell tell us about Bloodshot, Jay. So Bloodshot is the story of a soldier who died in battle, and he's reanimated, and the first thing he does is he goes to. Uh, kill the person that killed his wife. And then, uh, you know, after he's done, the people that rebuilt him shut him down, give him new memories of someone killing his wife, wake him back up, and they repeat the process until someone shuts him off prematurely and brings him back with the car battery, which gives him his memories, and he goes after the people that brought him back to life. So, this movie is actually pretty good. Like, as someone that didn't read the comic, um, I liked it. It's a decent action flick, nothing too new, but what's there is pretty good. Um, there's this weird part in the middle where he turns gray for some unknown reason. Like, that's kind of strange as someone that didn't read the comic. Yeah, in the comic books, he's gray. I know. Like but I say that just to stress that if he's not going to be great for the whole thing, why the fuck would you make him great for this, like, two-minute sequence? Right. <laughs> like, I, I agree with if you. If I haven't read the comic, then it just seems to come from batshit nowhere. Yeah, he's not great before, and he's not great afterwards. He's really only great for, like, a scene. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's like... As someone that hasn't read the comic, that, that shit just comes the fuck out of nowhere. 
And as a person that I know, if a person that read the comic, they're like, "Why is that the only time he's gray?" It's like, it's it's just really asinine. Was it any good? But aside from that, since I wasn't a fan of the comic, I can enjoy it for as a pretty decent action flick with relatively likable characters, um, decent comedy. Like they have a couple of lighter moments comedy. that are pretty funny. Hmm. Bloodshot's not supposed to have any comedy. Uh, yeah, probably it's, not. It's Vin Diesel showing his range, Bo. I'm so glad I didn't see this fucking movie. I, I'm actually well, glad... Well, it's not Bloodshot does the comedy. It's like the side character. Yeah, but... Like, the scene where, you know, the false memory is... Uh, the false memory has this... Uh, the person that kills his wife, like, he starts out, like, singing, like, dancing to Psycho Killer. And then they mention, like, how the one nerd in the group was the one that came up with that. And they're like, that shit is so cliche. You don't get to give us any more ideas about what to put in the memories. So that was, like, kind of funny. Yeah, yeah okay, I, I should probably... Okay, I'll step in here because... When I saw the the opening scenes, where where he becomes bloodshot, there are like some serious cliches. Like, like I serious. The, the first ten minutes, especially like when I see the the villain pop in and start just like doing the stupid dance, it's funny to look at. But I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's what we're, this is what we're getting. This is the type of movie. But then you find out like that was actually that way for a reason. Like they, they do a lot of cliches at the beginning because it was basically scripted by uh, a nerd that just works for the for one of the guys. And they actually, you know, the, the guy actually said, look, I let you do this. I let you do that. I, I fucking hate it, but it worked. So let's let's move on. So a lot of the cliche moments from the from the beginning are forgiven because they're supposed to be that way. It's all it's all part of the story. I, I agree with Joe. It, it I don't I, I don't read Bloodshot either. Nobody does. Movie, it's fine. <laughs> nobody does. Like I I don't. <laughs> like, I don't think nobody will after this either. I think the coronavirus is actually going to get rid of Valiant altogether. Oh jeez. Larry, you you act like I'm lying. I don't think you're lying. It's just it's one of those things where. You 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 are a hundred percent right, but with some things you just don't say out like, loud. You just let comics, it happen. I, I, need to, I need to point out that uh, until you guys told me, I didn't even realize the movie was out. <laughs> there, there's been there's been no real marketing. Behind, I've seen the trailer online when we talked about it, but I obviously I don't remember the date because you expect as you get closer to the date. You get more, more trailers. There's more advertising that tells you. Especially, I, I figured this was supposed to be like a big movie, but watching it, it, it felt like a low budget movie. Watching it, and maybe that's because again, I didn't realize it was out. So you guys told me. So you guys asked, "Hey, who saw Blood Bloodshot?" That's when, I, oh shit, it's out. I think that was my response. Was I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, that was so, your response. It does feel like a low budget movie, but the special effects are pretty good. So it's it can't be a low budget movie. Vin Diesel can't act worth the shit, but he only has to act for like 
five minutes. The rest of the time, he's like punching stuff. You I mean, know? Bloodshot's pretty stoic. Like, like you know, Vin Diesel should be able to handle the Bloodshot, or at least from the comic, like the traditional Bloodshot, like kind of of uh, emotional well, spectrum. Like, Vin Diesel should be able to handle that. Yeah, if that's the case, then he does a great job. I mean, he's basically Riddick. Yeah. No, that they're similar in in how they in their affect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, he's Riddick, but there is like at least one scene where he's supposed to be really emotional and angry, and it just, I mean, it just he's Vin Diesel. It, it sounds did, like did he so just come off constipated? It, it no, it comes off like Vin Diesel just put like a little bit of bass in his voice, yeah, like just like, got louder. I'm whispering. I didn't really get the emotional. I'm whispering impact. with a little more modulation. Uh... No, no, he, he had to yell, so it was just louder. You should have just said, "I." Can he even yell? I've never heard that dude go loud. He goes like this. He goes, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but. If you don't read the comics, and I, I, I haven't read them, so I like to hear somebody who there's has no, read there's them no if kind of, kind of make the comparison. There's but no it if. like that's not gonna happen. Yeah. As far as an action movie, it, it's fine. I'm not gonna say it's great. It's, it's fine. It, I, I wouldn't pay the IMAX ticket for it. I know Joe has a card, so he can go whenever he wants, starting April. Um, so that that would probably be, that would be a good deal. It, uh, I, it's coming out digitally, yeah, on Tuesday. So if it's like four or five bucks and you've you're quarantined for two weeks anyway, I would watch it. You know, it's it's a it's a fun little ride. It feels low budget, but looks good, which is kind of a an interesting combination. It's fine. I would definitely recommend it. I wouldn't. Like I said, you know, don't pay thirty dollars or whatever it would cost to go watch it in the theaters. If you can, if you can watch it at a discount and you got some time, check it out. It's fun. But it is, I mean, it's an action movie. It's it's fairly predictable. No real big twist. I if, maybe they try to make a twist in it, but I didn't get twisted by it. I don't know, Joe. Did you like? Did you see anything that you considered a twist in this movie? No. Right, it's just straight um, up action movie. It wasn't there. Like, I was hoping that one dude would do a heel turn since he seemed like a good person. But he didn't. And honestly, the trailer kind of, like, tells you what the twist is. And then they get that with, over with, like, really quick. So, yeah, like, it's super straightforward. Yeah, I think if the, trailer, if the trailer didn't show you that that's what was happening, the whole they implanted the memories in his mind and replace, you know, whoever they want to kill, that's the person that killed his wife, and then they just send him out. If if I hadn't seen that in the trailer, I think this movie would have been better because that would have been interesting to not know ahead of time. <laughs> so right. so he's basically but Charlie from Street Fighter. Char- Charlie from Street Fighter was like, I know, oh, like 
That's what they did to, when they made him Blanca? He was like a, a weapon? In the movie, yeah. He was supposed to be. Wait, yeah, oh, Charlie, in the movie. Oh, the movie. I, I thought, thought you were talking about the game. I was like, wait, what happened in the game? No, in the game, he just like became like Tarzan. Yeah. He's like some kind of mutant or something in the game. Yeah, no, he was experimented on in the game. He's an X Man. Nah. <laughs> but okay. So, so Jay, what what would you rate Bloodshot, man? Um, I would give it a three, but like on the good side of three. It's like <laughs> it's a cool action movie with deep, good, like really good effects. Like it's nothing new. It's nothing outstanding there's a weird moment where he turns gray for some unknown reason but uh other than that like it's a pretty serviceable action movie like it's enjoyable that's fair oscor what give would it, you say i'm gonna give it like a, a three and a half i mean it's definitely fast and the furious dom's revenge dom is is vin diesel's character in fast and furious no, I do. I do know that, but does just, it, 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 silence tell, tells me otherwise. <laughs> okay, because that That's, was the funniest joke. Uh, okay, I does, said, does it feel like a Fast and Furious movie? Uh, sort of. It's not as silly. Yeah, <laughs> the Fast and Furious movies are getting really like early Fast and Furious. Fast not and early Fast. Like, they were all Fast and Furious. No, no, uh, Fast and Furious two. Nah, can't that, that was fixed. silly as fuck. Okay. And and heck, you didn't see it, right? No. Yeah. No. No. Heck's like, what would I say? Heck, heck, did you even know it was out? I knew it was out. Oh. But it ain't my jam. So, yeah. so it's just me. Huh? Well, yeah. no, because you know, heck reads the comics. He's a You're blood- a fan? He's a bloodshot purist. <laughs> That's right. Should it should have been Tommy from the Power Rangers? Yeah. You, wanted, you wanted the red circle on his chest, not just the heat of the nanites healing him. Oh my god, is that what they did? <laughs> Dude. Dude, sort of. When, when like, they're like the the circle is on his chest when they're replacing the nanites, I guess to erase his memory. But like when he's actually fighting, they like they they have a rat. And then the rat like starts glowing from the inside, and it's like, oh, it's because the nanites are working in him. So then, when he's like in a fight and he's getting shot in the chest, his chest starts to glow red. So I guess that's supposed to be the red circle. And like, why even do that? Like, yeah. why? Like, because the nanites get a lot of heat. You don't understand, Lawrence. But not only that, but he's not. It's not even like he's like, oh, he's pale all the time, and he's oh, it just looks back. He's missing the red dot, like. He's he's unrecognizable as that as Bloodshot. Bloodshot yeah. has hair, right? I'm sorry, say that again. Bloodshot has hair, right? Yeah, he has a yeah. nice I mean, slick back. He does and he doesn't. It depends on what version. See, yeah. The the picture that Tiger Claw posted. Well, I keep posting the story, but that kind of shows a little bit of the glowing uh, on the chest. And so you kind of. I don't see like, it. The the whole thing is red. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. His chest, his chest glows. I, but I thought like, it, I thought that was the Batman <laughs> teaser. <laughs> like, it just seems to me like it's it, it it's one of those things that you either do or you don't. You know, it's it's like it's like you know 
Punisher, like Dolph London Punisher, right? They're just like, we're not going to put the skull on his chest. And they just didn't do that. And it's not the move that I would have made, but I can respect that you're like, okay, in this vision of Punisher, there's no skull. Fine. We made a choice. Hey. But to mess around and have like a scene where he looks like Bloodshot. You but can't then even fault Netflix. Like, you can't even fault Netflix because like, they did the same thing. Like You can't I, fault that other one. I think Mo would appreciate the fact that uh, Bloodshot has Wi-Fi. No, like he, he literally I, I, says, "Well, I can connect to the internet." I, I don't, I don't appreciate that. Okay. Did he know kung fu? He could learn it like the Matrix. Like he learns how to fly in an airplane, like like in the Matrix. He just downloads it. That that was the joke. He could fly, fly an airplane. Well, it was a bad joke, hey. Yeah. Big <laughs> framing. A lot of a lot of those going around lately. <laughs> so so speaking of shit ass movies, <laughs> I bought Shazam. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna talk about a crappy movie, but go ahead. I actually I haven't got, watched it yet. I got talked into watching Shazam, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, my I bought, I bought it. And it's I it's it yet, definitely so. not a good, a good, like Shazam movie or well, Captain Marvel. He told movie. me about a scene, and I wanted to see it, even though he was complaining about the scene. Uh, he said something about, but yeah, I mean, Larry, you know my brother, like yeah. He's What's a little, the scene? huh? What's the scene? I've watched this movie five yeah. times. Already. Hold on. So he oh. tells he tells me he's like, because we were I was showing him. So my brother he works in the port. He's a truck driver, and they're shut down. So I I, I thought you were gonna say porn industry for a second. <laughs> so so he's hanging out at my I'm shop all week, one, right? Huh? I'm not the only one that thought he was gonna say porn for a second. I did not. Now you're the only one. I hate you all. <laughs> So he goes and he tells me like because I, I he we were watching I was uh, showing him the Mandalorian because he never seen it. Nice. And he's like, man, that shit's amazing. But there's that scene that I still have a complaint about even watching it a, mo- a second time where at the beginning where he like pulls the guy through that closing door and they don't show him get cut off. Like, I didn't like that they didn't show it. And he goes, yeah, that's how they did in Shazam. He goes, the, one of the seven deadly sins grabs a, this dude and just rips him in half. And uh, But the camera, like, shies away, and they just feel like ketchup splatter. And that actually made me want to see it. Like, this, one of the seven deadly sins ripping a dude in half, even if it's simulated. like One of them throws a dude out a window of a high Yeah, but that's not good enough. Oh, you yeah. you want to see somebody torn in half, huh? The rich, the, like, the actual, like, the the... Larry, correct me if I'm wrong, because I know I'm using this word wrong. The viscerality of like I, I ripping don't know a guy in half. <laughs> so, like the visceralness, the visceralosity. Like, really put some lead in your pencil, right? Because like Deadpool gets ripped in half in that. Yeah, but I don't like Juggernaut. Okay. Like I don't like you don't, that. You don't jugger- like the way that he looks. Well, I don't like the way he looks. I don't like that. Like. Somebody imprisoned him while he still had the helmet. Like, mm. you know, that's dumb. So gotcha. it's like, yeah, it's it's no good. Like, and it's not even red. Well, that's like, another movie I have to see. Yeah, you haven't seen Deadpool too. I I still haven't seen no, it. No, and actually. I've had it for like two years. I was saw half of it and I fell asleep. Yeah, I still haven't seen Deadpool two either. I hate both of you. Yeah. 
<laughs> Feelings mutual. Why do you hate Mexicans, man? They're like, you know why. <laughs> most white My as, guy. Most white as fuck. You guys balance out. Yeah. We can I mean, a, I'm as white as him, almost. Hector and I can make a handsome baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like promises, promises. <laughs> but anywho. Now, now it's all weird. Yeah, now it's awkward. We need Thanks, a, Oz. We need an HR department. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marvel 1000, Larry. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so it's somewhere along the line. I was, I think it was when I had the Jitus. <laughs> I was all doped up and uh, and I pre-ordered this thing. Did you really? Yeah. And you didn't even realize? What I wanted was the actual issue. And then the issue came out eventually, and then, you know, I wanted the white cover and everything, but for some reason I decided to go with the, the hard cover, and I didn't realize like why would I even order this? You know, like ordered the the hard cover. Yeah, like, because they have they did the thousand and thousand and one, right? Uh, I I don't know that they did a thousand and one. They did. I thought they only did one thousand. They did because I, they I had know that. they had too much content, so they did thousand and one, but the oh, event wow. was one thousand. So I wanted the white cover for one thousand, but they didn't have it on Amazon. So then it's like, well, if you pre-order this one, it'll be good. And and you know, I looked at my history. And yeah, I pre-ordered it at that time, and it was like a year away from <laughs> from when it actually came out, and then. Then I see all these art, like, white cover art. And I'm like, man, why didn't I get that 1,000? And then this week, it's like, oh, your shipment is 10, 10 stops away. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look, and I'm like, what is this? I know I had to order some stuff, but I had it to come for today, not, like, Monday. Right. But then that came on Monday. I'm like, I opened it. And I'm like, oh, shit. So what it is, it's actually both issues, 1,000 and 1,001. And in, every, in a hardcover. In a hardcover and every cover. Like, like the the half because it's you know it's two big issues, but right. the 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 hardcover then the other half of the book is just every cover every variant cover. No, oh, wow. Except the white one. <laughs> Which I mean, but you wouldn't want the the white one in that format anyway, though, right? Why not? It's not like. I mean, it would just be a blank page. It wouldn't yeah. feel like a a cover. Yeah, but then I could have somebody draw in mine. You know what I mean? Does it have a dust a dust jacket? Yeah, it does. Maybe you could just get a white dust jacket. I mean, if you flip it inside out, it's white, but it doesn't have the like Marvel One Thousand thing over. Like the logo it. on yeah. it. Yeah. So it's not the same, but. Yeah. I read a lot of the stories, not 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 all of them, but they're all. There's a dude that I don't. I actually left it at work, um, but there's a dude. I think Aaron Hill or something that wrote a lot. He wrote a lot of these little one-page stories. They're all one-page stories done mm-hmm. by everybody who's ever worked at Marvel, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them are really good. Some are better than others, but. Reviewing this hardcover, like I, I technically, I don't even have to read it. Like it has every white cover, every <laughs> sorry, I still got the fixated on the white cover, but it has <laughs> every variant cover and each little story. And there's a really good one 
Um, but Dan Slott and Marcos Martin, the Spider-Man one. There's there's a few good Spider-Man ones, and there are a few good like. There's a character in there that's supposed to be, his origin supposed to be uh, shown in 2020, but I don't know if coronavirus pushed that back. Yeah. You know, so because I haven't seen any promos for that at all. But in it, it tells you it's like coming 2020, the under this mask. So they they created a new character in there. I don't know if it's in the when you get the actual issue, you get that too. But is this dude you know, with the mask? I don't I don't remember because like you know I mean I I read it when it came out. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It was it, good it, to get a. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead, please. It was good to get a classic speedball story. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed <laughs> yeah. that. I noticed that, especially since Larry like just showed us the new, the new New Warriors. In the new yeah, Warriors. I'm really interested in how this all plays out. I was this like I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, ugh. I threw up a little bit. Yeah, like if there's why any, didn't you why well if there's anything. The if there's anything that the coronavirus pandemic pale horse riding has taught me is that uh, stay away from fat black women. What? I don't know if I had that. I'm going to distance myself from that opinion <laughs> as to what? why I almost threw up. Like, there's a... <laughs> they've been beating people up around here. Like in line at the grocery store, one of my clients actually had <laughs> fat, fat black women. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I've been, I've had my ass kicked by thin white, thin black women too. I mean, it's not yeah. just the fat no, ones. I'm just talking about like what the coronavirus taught me. Like this guy was, he was going to Costco to get his uh, his eyes checked because you know they have the eye doctor at Costco. And uh, he's not shopping. He's like, I'm just here for my eye exam. Like, I scheduled this, like, for this date every year. And uh, he damn near got beat up. Like, the, the little nerdy guy with the scanner had to step in and said, hey. And she's like, well, you, you mean, tell me, I can just tell you that I have an eye exam? And I can just go in? And he said, well, yeah. And then she tried to do it. He's like, well, you got to leave the cart. Like. If you have an eye exam, go, but you can't shop. Like, you just go straight to the doctor. And then she started cussing him out, and he pissed himself. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, like, and, you know, there's, I, I seen the shit happen here because, you know, I live right off of 104th, and I'm at that food for less, trying to get ice cream sometimes. And <laughs> during this pandemic, like, like I just want ice cream. I don't, I don't want any. I just want. I just want my fucking like. <laughs> I just. I was. I just want like. I hate Jimmy Fallon, but the motherfucker makes good ice cream. I just want my tonight dough. Like, please. Wait, hold on. G- Jimmy Fallon ice cream? Yeah, the Ben and Jerry's tonight dough is. Oh, that's Jimmy Ben and Jerry's. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> but. But I have to look at fucking Jimmy Fallon's fucked up face, like, while I eat my ice cream. But it's so good that I have to, I, I have to get it. I don't like Jimmy Fallon. Can, like, could Jimmy Kimmel make like a Hagen Dazs, like, I so I could get that instead? What? I think I think Kimmel has a flavor. I thought I thought he did anyway. No. I don't know I, I, why they don't have a hunk of hunk of hulk of 
burning fudge or whatever the fuck that was. I, I'll never know. Like, yeah. They gave two flavors in, in Infinity War. I don't know why they don't have those. Yeah. Well, I do because the mouse wants money. Yeah. And those cows are, aren't as happy as they claim. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. But anywho, I yeah. know as a new fan, it's great to see like almost the exact original team together again. Like, that's fucking special. And uh, I mean, it's it's not the exact team. Nova's of course dead. No, no, no. Nova's back. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't. He's just doing space stuff. But don't be surprised if he doesn't like make a cameo. Yeah, so, okay, so it's the exact, it's the opening team, and I see Rage was the first person they added to the team. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to see that original team, Sans Nova, yeah. even the, even without him, it's like, it's amazing to have that. I think like, Silhouette's supposed every, to make an yeah. appearance, too. No, she's she's listed in the cast. Like, she's oh, good. listed as part of it. It's like... It lives like Night Thrasher, Namorita, Speedball, Justice, Firestar, Rage. Did I say everyone? I might have missed in my list, but it's basically yeah, it's that literally that opening team without Nova. Like they're all there. Silhouette is there. So I'm excited for that. And to see how it all like popped off. Because, you know, Outlaw number one came out today. And, uh, yeah, like, I'm actually looking forward to this whole event. Like, it's really interesting to me. And it's, yeah, like, I want to see how it goes down. I want to see how it plays out. Like, it's interesting, some of the parallels. Like, I know people have been talking about Civil War and how it has, like, some parallels to it, which, mm, kind of not really, but, you know, the whole outlawing heroing thing. But, yeah, like, it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, how how many of those stories did you actually read, Mo, from Marvel Comics 1000? Like, a couple. Like they were cool. I know there was some controversy when it came out that like they're changing, they're retconning stuff in them. But so far, I didn't get that sense. But I haven't gotten through it all. Like, yeah, I it's, just wanted, it's a long read. I well, it's only eighty nine pages, and each story is one page, so it should be fast. But I just you it's know, actually really tedious. Say that again. It's actually pretty tedious to read. Yeah, I, I like, thought so too. Like it's not. And don't get me wrong, it's good, but yeah. it definitely it doesn't feel like something that's meant to be read yeah. in one sitting. And that's where the hardcover right. comes in because the hardcover itself is like a good coffee table book for a comic fan. Yeah. Like and that's how I felt. That's why I didn't read it all. I just looked at all the pin up like all the covers. And yeah. I, I I looked at some of the stories and I just felt I'm like, Oh, this is gonna be good in my, my waiting area at the shop, you know? Yeah. get a sense. So, but I I do actually want to read it and see what's up. That that new character is the one that's like bugging me right now because I didn't. I should have taken notes on that because I read his story and it was like you know it was, it was like whatever. But 
it's like I'm like I'm in 2020 now, and he hasn't come up yet. So when is he coming up? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, oh, I don't. I, I don't. Re- what do you say, Jay? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that. You know, I don't remember all the variant covers, but I do remember that they had like the the covers that were for like the different decades. Yeah. And you know, kind of like just like you know, basically comic covers that were kind of like Homage. indicative yeah. of. The, like the, the I, I know they did one for like the 60s and the 70s and yeah. the 80s those 90s they're all there yeah and so those were awesome I, I remember like looking at them and thinking like oh that's that was some cool stuff just because they were like I mean, if if you're again it's like kind of like if you're a marvel fan you know you can kind of look at some of this stuff if you're if you can remember it <laughs> you know obviously i wasn't around uh, in the 60s or or 70s really reading comics when they were coming out but i did go back and read a lot of those uh the the 90s variant was the one that i was like oh i have to have just because it's the it was uh ron Lim, and it was yeah. basically an, an infinity gauntlet cover yeah. which you know i mean you like ron Lim doing infinity gauntlet yeah. covers i mean don't pretend like you love them i love them no. You didn't remember, Joe. You remember I, when I remember. You remember when Larry didn't know he he was standing in front of him. Look, I can love yeah, him and I not do. know what he looks like. There's a lot of people Lawrence have stand stood in front of and didn't know who they were. Yeah, I remember telling Larry like, "You like Ron Lim, right?" He's like, "I love him." It's like, "Well, why aren't you like pissing yourself right now?" It's like, "Why would I?" Right as he's standing right in front of him, like he heard us say that. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to embarrass Larry. Let's just leave. And then I peed on Ron Lim. Yeah, but that's not what he wanted. And now, now he's Why he consent? <laughs> I will say, on the other side of that, uh, cover arts covers, the interior art is almost universally terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll go that far, Jay. Really? Uh, all of it was bad? A lot of it is. Well, okay. Some of it managed to be average. Like, that one Captain America joint was pretty average. Yeah, the one that was, like, set in the 60s. Because I like that story. The one where he's, huh? like, the one where he's set in the 60s, right? Or in the 40s? The one where they're walking him to the project room, and he passes the guy with the mask. Oh, and the woman's telling him, like, you're not the only project uh, that's taking place here. No, that's not like, the Like, the Earth story was fine. But in general, yeah, all the art is terrible. And I know that Hack is there, and he's, I mean, a little less terrible than he normally is. Uh, Alex Ross does, like, a Hulk story, the art for a Hulk story. And that isn't as terrible as his art normally is, but it's still not good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the just the interior art is just not good. Like I, mean, I, I it's just, it's weird. Like it would feel, I would think that this was like a big deal, and so you would go out of your way to like have decent art, but they were like, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> 
I I do feel like the project might have been maybe maybe uh maybe a little rushed. Yeah, it does feel the art does feel rushed a lot, especially like that one. Uh, man, I wish I had it with me. There's one guy that wrote like twelve stories in it, and it's like. Like, this isn't somebody that you would get to do this many stories unless you're just trying to fill pages, you know? Like, he's... Like, yeah, I mean, I, they did, they did like, what, a thousand stories? Yeah. Or not, no, not a thousand stories, I'm sorry. It's uh, uh, a certain... Is it a hundred stories? I don't know. It's a lot of stories. 80, it's 89 pages. Like it's not... Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not yeah. even, like, a thousand pages. stories, but... It's like, yeah, come on. Like, you can get somebody, like... I mean, there's no, I don't think there's a Millar story. There's no Ennis story. There's no... You know, like, there's people you could have gotten that have been visionaries in Marvel. And they're not in this 1,000 tribute book. Yeah, and and they probably couldn't get them. I, I don't think they even tried, really. The M... Yeah, the Eminem's. I don't. I'm saying not wrong. Yeah, but their story was good. the The art was decent for that one. Yeah, it was the subject matter I wasn't into. I know the Spider Man that Dan Slott did with Marcos Martin. I, I looked at it. and I'm like, oh, Joe hates this one. <laughs> Which one was that again? It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you hate the art. Like I know you. You hate the art. Like. The story could be good. The story could be the fantastic story ever, but you, you hate the art. You won't even. You just skip that page. Um, well, not skip pages because of art. Like I didn't do that. I attempted to read through the whole thing, and I got like four fifths of the way through that book. But yeah, just the page by page thing is is tedious. Like I wish I had started it earlier. And had like a digital copy of it so that I could just read a little bit, stop, and then come back to it. But no, I I read through all the terrible art. Like there wasn't any art that was as bad as like say that one run of She Hulk. Oh yeah. Where it was like <laughs> made me physically ill to look at it. Oh, that was <laughs> nothing was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, jeez, man. But I agree, Boston. Honestly, but as a uh, tribute book and as a goodbye, like, this this book, I think it, the, the, it's like a $35 book cover price, but on Amazon, it ended up costing me, like, when I actually looked at my bank statement, it was like twenty one ninety nine. So I got it, like, 30% off. I think that's still it, so that might be a mo deal. And, and as a... As a good little, like, maybe even an introduction to somebody that could just get a sense of what Marvel is like. It does a, a decent job, and it, it's a cool like, little... through the years, though. Yeah, yeah, well, through the years, yeah, yeah, like, you know. But it's just something entertaining, like, for a good coffee table book, like the, this hardcover version. I, You know, I, I reviewed this hardcover version instead of the actual comic because of that, because the way it's packaged, the, the stuff you get for twenty one ninety nine. On the Mo deal, uh, I will give it like a four out of five. Oh, real quick, I like the te- uh, Tessie the typist story. <laughs> like I might go check her out. 
So yeah, I give it a four out of five. It would have had a five if it had in the cover gallery if it had a white one. <laughs> Moses and his white covers. Dude, well, when you look at Dave Ryan draw him, like you're like every white cover has awesome potential. Dude, that original sin cover that he did. Yeah. And like when when you sent it, I happened to be with Joe. And I showed it to him, and he's like, oh, that's great. And I'm like, dude, that's a white cover. <laughs> and he was like, are you sure? <laughs> like, it was the great background that threw me off a little bit. It was the what? Because the background was gray. So right. I was like, that threw me off a little bit. Yeah, no, he. I mean, he but filled it in. I thought it might have been. But, yeah, I thought it might have been a white cover. But the gray background is like, that threw me off a little bit. But there are some artists that do that. And the picture, honestly, was phenomenal. Yeah. I'm no, actually, it, was, it was amazing. I've been trying to send it, but I've been sending the wrong things. I Actually, Dave Ryan did a, uh, a Blade Runner white cover. I just put that in chat. But... Oh, that's a white cover? Yeah. Gee, that does not look like a white cover. That's a white cover. Is that that's not the final version, right? Because it looks like it's missing stuff. Well, yeah, because in the movie, he that that backlight is over like, uh, um, overexposed in the film. Like that's actually like if you look at the scene from the film, his this painting is actually more enhanced than that frame of footage. So yeah, it looks like it's missing stuff, but that's that's how the movie looks. I mean, it just looks like you said, like a hard light. Behind him, which is an amazing way to use a white cover. No, there's the uh, there's the a, Moon Knight, and he did he did a uh, so he did a, a Ninja Turtle series for the IDW ones. Did the uh, that S? Did he do that, or is that no? That's because it's original sin. So so he so he just drew onto it. Yeah, to make it look like it was pro- okay. So that gray part at the top where it says original. And all that, that's part of the print of the book. So he actually played that to make the back, the shape of the back for Moon Knight. Oh, okay. See, that's what threw me off. Like, it's more of a gray cover than a white cover. Well, no. No, it, no, no. It, it's the, still 20, 80% white cover. Like, the, the part that you see as gray is gray, but everything else, including the S-I-N in the sin, is, is white. white. Yeah. Right. So... So he, the gray that's behind Moon Knight, he filled in. Oh. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Either way, Either way it's amazing. Yeah. It, it's crazy. But yeah, literally just the, like, the arc of, of the, the gray that's the top of the cover, that's the, that's the only part that was there beforehand. Cool. So, Lawrence, what did you rate Marvel 1000? I liked Marvel 1000 a lot. Um, I, I, but I do, like, I think Mo kind of hit, hit the nail on the head in saying that it it, it definitely kind of comes across almost like a, um, like a coffee table book. And, like, listening to Mo talk about the hardcover, it's like, I bought the actual comic. <laughs> 
and I enjoyed it. Uh, I would I would probably rate the comic itself probably like probably a four because it's like a history of of or not a history, but it's kind of like a, a stylistic trip or a trip through Marvel's stylistic uh, 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 ventures throughout the years. But listening to Mo talk about the hardcover, I feel like I should have I should have gotten that. Yeah, I think calling it a history is not unfounded. Like every page is like has a historical trivia about whatever's going on in the story. Yeah. Yeah. And so like if you're like a, a, a hardcore Marvel fan, I think you kinda have to have it. But maybe the hardcover might be the way to go because it gives you all that additional content and probably would like, you know, preserve better. Like, like I, I'm happy that I have the, the comic book itself. But like I said, like, listen to Mo talk about it. I think the hardcover might have been the way to go. I'm actually glad aside from the white cover, I'm actually uh, glad I got this instead because. You know, it gives me a little more value. Like, if I would have bought, I don't know what the white cover cost, but it, it had to have been like eight bucks or ten bucks or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because it, it's it's eighty nine pages. Right. So yeah, so I'm actually glad I got it like this because then I still get every cover. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolute. Except the white. What do you think of it, Jay? Um, honestly, I could take it or leave it. Like, the history is kind of cool. Um, some of the stories were cool. More of them weren't cool than were. (laughs) And all the art was terrible. (laughs) So, I would probably give it a three just because at least the history is interesting. Yeah. I got to tell you, these Dave Ryan, Batman, Ninja Turtle uh, covers are great work, but I don't like these versions of the Turtles yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, I knew you wouldn't. That's why I hesitated to put them on. I actually No, no, the, it's beautiful art. No, like I can't, I, I, say, I can't knock it. He did these months ago, but and I was yeah. going to show them to you, but I'm like, I know when he sees that Leonardo, he's not going to like it, and he's gonna, not going to like that Michelangelo. The, the, the Leonardo's the best one. Yeah. But they look old as fuck, though. <laughs> well, they look like turtles. Yeah. They look like elderly turtles. Well, Have you seen a turtle? They all look elderly. Even when right. I've like, never seen a ninja like, turtle. Like, tur- turtles are born I like, old. I like that Michelangelo has nunchucks. <laughs> I guess you look, I, I guess you're right, Jay. Like, we don't get the weapons for the other two. I just posted a Colossus he did recently. I Plus, saw that. It's getting to the... Like, it's not at the point, but you don't always get Michelangelo with nunchucks. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's Yeah. So it's like, I like him with the nunchucks. So that's cool. Like, 
that Colossus is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And if you look, when you look at it, because it's so smooth, it actually looks, like, minimalistic. But when you actually, like, zoom in and look at all the details, like, oh yeah, it's all, it's a white cover. And he worked with the white cover to really add contrast to that figure to stand out on the white cover. You know what Dude, I mean? Dude, like, what this fool does with textures is crazy. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, Oz... I don't know if he remembers, but he and I got to actually look at the book where Dave Ryan doodles. Oh, yeah. That's where he tells us about the cum baby story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Well, he Look, we're, we we might it, have to have... long story. We don't have time to yeah. <laughs> I, I It might be one of his books that he was working on, I he think. Was, yeah, he, it was one of the stories in one of his books. Yeah, he did a, a comic strip, like, a, like one of these far side books, but... All, all of his life stories of dealing with his friends and people in New Jersey, uh, like almost autobiographical, but it's just weird situations that he was in. And uh, but some of his doodles, like they'll look like Renaissance paintings, but he does them with just pencil and he's just like warming up, you know. So like him using like even in that Ninja Turtles, like you don't like their design. But when you look at the different colored textures and the light sourcing and everything. Yeah. That shit's no, like it's amazing fi- work. It's fine art that he does while he's sitting at home, chilling on, you know, social distancing. <laughs> and <laughs> it's one of those things like, love, like, let me put it like this. Like, if I had asked him to do a Ninja Turtle cover for me, like, you know, I probably would have asked for Leonardo. If yeah. I asked for Leonardo, I would get this back and be like, that's not what I had in mind. But I can't be mad at it. Yeah. You know, because it's so good. It's yeah. so good. But seeing it now, it's kind of like, oh, okay, now I know if I get Dave Ryan to do Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I got to be specific on, like, what version of Ninja Turtles I'm looking for. But real low-key, though, if you got this at the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles, like, would you be mad? Like, because, you know, you saw those designs. I know you weren't a fan of those designs. Right. But if you I got would, this Leonardo there, like... I probably would have been happier with, with this. Yeah. But I would not have been happy still. <laughs> you know. But, you, you know, like, seeing this, I almost... What I would almost really want him to do is, like, the OG, like, Eastman and Liar Turtles, but oh, with his yeah. spin. Yeah. That was like you mean his... the Mirage one, huh? You mean the Mirage Mirage Turtles? Yeah, yeah. Like imagine him doing like those turtles, but with with like t- textures like these. That'd be crazy. You know what mm-hmm. I really like on the Colossus cover is the reflection of the color. Yeah, on his face from the yeah. uniform. Yeah. No, it, it's amazing. It's like not only is it like amazing to watch the reflection of those colors, but just like the texture again, like the costume and how that like it has like that shoulder pad kind of. Well, it's not really a shoulder pad, but, you know, like that that particular texture from that red against the metal skin is just like that's insane, man. And like that, like like Mo was saying, that level of detail it's like, come on, man, like. I wonder how long it takes him to do one of these. He knocks them out 
like I think two days. I know Michelangelo took him like three, and that's the most textured out of these three. And I know that Colossus, like it was, he only posted twice, like the work in progress. It's like, oh, here's the sketch, here's the finished, and it was like I think twelve hours apart. Man, because he he actually posted a bunch. Like I, I I did the, the the you know the Captain America, the Thor, and the Invaders one, um, because. Uh, I, I guess he 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 just blasted a bunch because he's like I got a bunch to sell you know because you know everything's shutting down now <laughs> so he's like yeah right, I have right. all these I just did all these if you want to buy them hit me up man so, Dave Ryan on Facebook how how much does he usually sell these for I have no idea man I'm afraid to That's... ask him because um, I know right like I mean I'll I'll do it like but it's like if. I I would actually just want him to like get a commission, you know, but mm-hmm. like one of these, like that red skull, like it's a little weird looking to me. Yeah. But it that's I like that red skull. Like to me, that looks oh, better yeah. than than Infinity War red skull. You know. Like yeah, I mean, like it's the, definitely a version. And the fact that he doesn't have that upper lip, like that's <laughs> what really makes it like okay, that guy's a fucking Nazi, and I hate him. Because <laughs> not everyone knows Nazis don't have lips. Yeah, but it's just it just makes him look more grotesque, and I like that. Yeah. And then that Thor, like I, I that Thor, like it looks great, but I'm like, man, that looks to him for me for his level of detail, like to, that's like, man, he probably did that in like an hour. Yeah, but it looks great, and the Chris yeah, right. Evans ones too, right. like. Like, I'm almost disappointed with the the movie covers, the yeah. Captain America and Thor, because there's not all shadows over their faces and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It it almost seems like he like not half-assed it, but he's like, ah, oh, I this is a a breeze. Here, there, yeah, there's exactly. A, there's another Thor that that has more of of what we like from his work. Let's see if I can put it in here. Like they're not bad by any stretch of the imagination, but they're not. Detail yeah. like this one that you just put—that's yeah. way more detailed. Yeah. And then he did another one that's the um, he did Ultimate Spider-Man, and it's the guy that did the voice for Miles in the animated movie. Where is that? Like as Spider-Man? Like, well, it's him in the costume, but without the mask. Oh, okay. Because so, that guy's a rapper, right? Is, is that what it is? Or a singer? Oh, you talking about Donald Glover? No, the guy that did Ultimate Spider-Man, the, the voice of of Miles in Ultimate Spider-Man the movie, like the oh, Spider into what was into the Spider Verse. I yeah. don't, I don't know who who does the voice. I don't remember. I don't know. You'll see him in if you recognize him. I don't think that's a rapper, but maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, now we got to look. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find out. I'll look. I'll look up the guy, Shamik Moore. That sounds about right. (laughs) I don't know. Don't sound right to me. (laughs) Miles Morales. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And it does look like him. No, I don't. Does he rap? Well, he he yeah. The song on the soundtrack he sang. Oh. Okay. Let's see. Where is his credit? Um, I mean, I got a single. He's got three albums. He's got three albums? 
What's his rap name? Oh, sorry, he's only got one album. King Sam. King his Sam. album title is three zero zero five eight. Oh, he was in the Get Down, apparently. Whatever that is. Uh, <laughs> Who wasn't, dude? No, no, that was the Netflix series. Yeah, was good. that shit was a fucking amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a kung fu movie about DJing in the late seventies and eighties in New York. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty so, nice. Uh, sorry, I wasted your time promoting him, but I was just taken <laughs> back by his art. <laughs> What's his fool's name again? Dave Ryan. Dave Ryan. We all talk right. about Dave Ryan all the time. Yeah. Like, really, like, if you all, have, at this point, if you're listening to Fantastic Forum and you haven't taken the time to go check out Dave Ryan's work, you're doing yourself a disservice. Like, go go do it, like, right now while, you, while you're listening to the rest of the show. So, um, all right. Uh. I think we need to talk about Mercy, right? <laughs> Burr says, yeah, Fantastic Form are a bunch of Dave Ryan fanboys, SMH. <laughs> it's, true. <laughs> it's true. Like, we actually need to have that fool back on the show. Like, yeah. that fool probably have a lot of hot takes on all the stuff that's happening right yeah. now. In oh, yeah. And like, he's definitely we, a like, dude yeah. that he's not worried about speaking his mind either. Right, exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's like Dave Ryan will tell you like the truth, truth. <laughs> it's like the truth that everybody else is afraid to say out loud. Like Dave Ryan will give that to you straight. So, what what city is he living now? Do you know? He's in New Jersey in Hoboken. Oh, okay. Goddamn. Yeah, talk about mercy. I'm gonna go take a leak real quick. <laughs> I t- I take it you didn't read it. <laughs> uh, I started to, but I didn't get to finish, and I forgot to go back to it. But gotcha. what I, I read, I loved. Got it. Got it. Um, okay. Yeah. Go go ahead, Jay. I'm with you. All right. So, mercy basically starts out with. A mine explosion, a memorial service, an American, Native American orphan that believes in Jesus, uh, the richest woman in town, owns the whorehouse, uh, a cab driver learns why you shouldn't tell people that you have no friends, (laughs) and it all comes together and like got the core ensues. So that's, that's a fair yeah. assessment. <laughs> yeah. What, what would you say it's about? So there's a mine explosion and apparently it was caused by monsters And so the monsters are trying to infiltrate this town now. And I assume they're going to, yeah, it's going to revolve around the monsters and uh, fighting them or following them. Like the first issue, there's no, uh, there's no central character. 
it's basically just introducing you to an ensemble of characters. And I feel like we're going to be following everyone. So we're going to be following the people fighting the monsters as well as the monsters themselves. So, yeah, that seems what it's going to be about. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that that's fair. And, yeah, it definitely has, like, a bit of an ensemble kind of vibe to it, uh, at least in issue one. I, I will say that, um, you know, one of the, the first things you kind of have to to make sure you mention is uh, uh, is, is Merka. Merka and Dolfo. And I, I don't know. I don't know that name. I don't know who this yeah, person do. is. I do? Yeah. yeah, you do. Who is it? She did a Oh, jeez. Really? <clears throat> now, but she yeah. didn't do. That's why the art is so gorgeous. Say what? That's why the art is so gorgeous. Okay. Especially after reading Marvel 1000 and then you go to read Mercy. <laughs> and it's like they couldn't well, get remember. her like you well for me like this is my week like you couldn't get her to do mm-hmm. one of these pages like it's just one page you know <laughs> so so Merka wrote drew and colored this book right all all on her own which i'm just like it's crazy because that by itself, I didn't recognize the name. Now I understand a little bit better now. But still, to do all that on your own is like amazing. Because I, I mean, doing any one of those things in a comic book is tough. Um, she does have a a color assistant, I should mention, and of course there is a letter, uh, Fabio. Amelia is the letterer and the color assistant is uh, Gianluca Poppy. So and there's you, a translator. Say again. And there's also a translator. Yeah. Oh. For when did they have a uh, different Larry. a different language? In there? Oh, Larry. Mer- uh, the original book is in Italian. Oh, I didn't know that. How am I, how am I supposed to know that? Well, we talked about it in Unnatural 2. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Wait, but does she write Unnatural as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, we said that five minutes and, ago. Like she, yeah, well, he, we said she did it, but we didn't, like, I don't think you realize that, yeah, she wrote, color, like, she wrote it, did the art, and colored so. That's crazy. So, yeah, she's incredibly talented. Like, wait, so Unnatural is still happening, though, right? No, it's no, over. That was a 12-issue book. Um, it finished on time. And, uh, yeah, that was just a complete story. 12-issue story. Wow. So she messed around and wrote and drew and colored an entire book, and it came out on time. 
and finished. And then now she's on to the next one. Right. I tell you, man, I like these other artists out here need to like they they need to really take notes. I mean, yeah. we're still only on issue one, and it came out in what November? Issue one? Yeah. No, it came out in March. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In it in Italy, it came out in November. Right. So they're in oh. in Italy. They're on issue three now, I think, or four. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, never mind. But that that sounds like they're on time there too. Well, yeah, that's because it comes out there first, so we should be on time here because it's already done. Oh, okay, yeah. got you. Got you. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, that it's already finished. So all you gotta do is translate it, and you're good. Right. But. I, I wonder if they do they have delays in Italy too or no? I don't think she that had. didn't look up. Yeah. Like I didn't look it up. Gotcha. I think I know it came out here. I think more like damn impressive, even if it is already done and just waiting translation. I think Mo liked it because page two, there's a guy that got ripped in half. Yeah. I posted that in chat. I do like that. <laughs> oh, the other, the scene where the dude gets tossed out of the whorehouse. Like, can you post that, that one? Is that, like, towards the beginning? It is. I think it's towards, towards the end. The- Oh, oh well. There's a. Whole, I can't post that picture. Oh come on, Derek's asleep. There, he yeah. gets his broken, right? Yeah. We could post violence, like the page before that. We can't post, but that page we could post. Wait, is that the one you want? The one where they break his arm? Because after that, it's yeah, like homegirl crying. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, they break his arm. Yeah, I have to. I'll post it. You guys keep talking. But, I mean, the book is gorgeous. Yeah. Why are you guys quiet? Are you waiting for me to post it? I said talk. <laughs> no. I was waiting for Lawrence to find his step, but, um, yeah, like, it's really interesting. I like the ensemble. Um, the mystery definitely is interesting. Like, I'm, I want to know who's going to die and who's going to live. Um, the characters are all interesting. Even the monsters are pretty interesting so far. Um... Yeah, and like the art is gorgeous. Uh, I I like the setting. Like, got the core is pretty cool to me, but it's not always good. And this is like looks like it's going to be really good. Or so far, it's really good. Yeah, the the book definitely like takes its time to set the stage for things. 
in the next issue. And so kind of like it, it's primarily um, kind of introductions to the cast of characters with a little bit of world building tossed in. But uh, it, it is definitely interesting to read because like I, I know from page to page, I was just like, I don't know. I have no idea what's coming next. Right. Mo, you said you started? Like, how far did you get? Like, I a couple about, pages? About Yeah, I want to say about five. But honestly, like, I started reading it. The, the, the dialogue felt a, not, like, disjointed. It felt a little weird. And it part, probably is because of the translation. But I was just, like, stunned by the art, too. So I just, I just wanted to see everything. So I just looked through it, and then I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta really sit down when I'm not doing anything and just focus on reading this book, and then I just never got that opportunity again. Okay. But I looked through the art, and like the art <laughs> is just great, yeah. So I do want to read it again, and in more of a, a relaxed state. It's definitely not one of those books that I would read like okay, I, I'm going to read this real quick just to review it. Like, I want to actually, like, ingest it. And I will say, this issue, it feels denser than it is. Yeah. And that in the best way possible. Like, it just feels like a meat, like a hearty book, like a really good read. Well, even in those first few pages, like, there was a lot of dialogue, and it's like, there's not a lot of action either. Like there, it's just dialogue, and then like, oh well, it's going to be one of those. I'm I, I got I need to come back to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I do have a question about like this scene though with the with. with the guys with this prostitute because I'm just wondering like is this a thing where where is this a money issue or is it like they just both wanted to be with that one particular like person but didn't want to take what wait turns or like I mean for enough money you don't have to take turns but I'm just saying, like, or is is like, is it a bisexual kind of thing? You can have to read the book. No, the guys aren't into each other. Like, I didn't think they pulled their money together to get her. So it's not like they're trying to be with each other. They just both want her, and they only have enough money for like, uh, they only have so much money. <laughs> yeah I was sitting here like now why did this go down this way and it's not like when she left they were like okay well time for us to get up <laughs> it's like they, they felt, it seemed like they felt very comfortable they're, yeah they're ba- I mean basking in the afterglow together <laughs> right I mean that's not a 
not a homosexual thing. That's, they're just comfortable with each other. Yeah, like David and Jonathan in the Bible. Like, like who? Like David and Jonathan in the Bible. Jonathan? Yeah, Saul's son. Like, what were they doing? They would sleep together. It says that David loved him more than he loved any woman. And they would bathe together. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Read the Bible. But they were they were brothers, right? No, they're friends. Oh, they're just friends. Got yeah. it. Hey, us. Yeah. Um, one more panel. Do you think you could put in the Lady Helene travels alone panel? It. I mean, do you the, have a number, or is, or is that towards the end? Where? What am I looking at? Yes, towards the end. It's the. The driver in the snow. The driver in this before the dead body. The dead no. body. Oh, you want the Third act... from... you you want the actual dead body. Yeah. Okay, it's can... like the third from the last page. I can post the dead body. Want to see a dead body? Like in. One, it's like, it shows the horror, and two, it's just a great page. Yeah. It looks really good. I want that recreated on a Mercy number one white cover. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I like the I like the actual cover, though. No, the cover's good, but like that would be a good, like if you recreated that on a white cover, it would be fucking tight. I that would be pretty cool. I didn't read this book, but I, I, I kind of like skimmed through it. It's some great art. Like just yeah. the art of yeah. is what, especially and it's it. I posted this earlier. I think it's like the first page where the main character is shooting a gun. For some reason, that page like it just looked amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the things I will say, one of the few complaints actually I think it's like my only complaint is that they don't show the alternate covers because I think there's like four covers um I'm sorry five covers and normally like they'll have the alternate covers in the back of the book but this one doesn't so that's like my one issue with this book everything else is just great oh those are those are really oh i gotta post those so what would you rate mercy jay uh i would give it a five i i love this book fair how about you, Mo? I know you didn't get to read the whole thing, but from what you did see... From what I did see, it would be a four. And uh, judging by these other covers and some of these later pages, it, it might be a five. But I have to get back to you on that. Yeah. Uh, I would give it probably... I, I, I think... I think a four... Is where I would land. 
it's definitely somewhere between like a three and a half and a four. It's a, it's a really good book. It's amazing work. Huh? Okay. I just say just just need to see where it's gonna go. So you know, it's like it doesn't it doesn't it it introduces you to a lot of things, but it doesn't necessarily give you a good idea of what where we're gonna go next. And so, but uh, isn't that a good like especially for like someone like you that like you read a ton of comics and you can normally see like the end of the comic from the first panel you yeah. read, isn't it good to like have some mystery? I, you know, I don't have, I don't have any problem not knowing, um, like how a story is going to turn out or, or how it's going to end. I think it, it's more so that, but, but I guess generally speaking, I, I usually have a sense of what kind of story I'm going to be reading, or I guess, I, or, or you know, what kind of story the 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 artist is trying to tell, and you know, I feel like this issue could go like issue two could go a lot of different directions, and I'm certain that the direction it probably is going to go in is probably one that I'm maybe I'm not even seeing at all. I don't know if that's I I, I can't say that's a bad thing. It's just one of those things where like you know like I guess what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm used to my stories as stories having a certain amount of st- structure and this book kind of flies in the face of that. And it's it it has its good points and its bad points. So, and I think that that's kind of where, like, for me, I'm kind of like oh, a little bit on the fence with my four. So you know, it's there, but yeah, I think. And so I, I, I'm not mad at it for how it chooses to do its thing, but I think for for maybe this, and it might be because of the type of story it is. Maybe I would appreciate just a little bit more, uh, a little bit more of an idea of what where we're going or what we're doing. Because okay. realistically, like, like, you know, we talk about monsters, and I feel like, like, we don't like. It's not even clear what what kind of monsters we're talking about, even right. Right. Like it's just some kind of amorphous type thing which is you know we don't need to know what kind of monster it could be something completely new and different but even outside of that it's kind of just like you know I'm not even sure like I don't know what anyone is trying to accomplish you don't I don't no I don't I not well okay maybe maybe um Okay, no, that might not be true. That might not be true. Maybe I, I, I know what the monsters are trying to accomplish. I mean, it seems pretty like the Native American girl wants to find her mom. 
Like, you know, that's what she wants. Uh, the whorehouse is, owner. Okay. Oh, is, is she trying to find her mom? Yeah. She prays every night in that cupboard uh, for her mom to come. Yeah, but I mean, that's just what she does. Like, she she's not actually trying to find her, is she? Uh, she's taking the steps that she can. She's not really allowed to step too far. I hear you. She'll get beat. But yeah, in general, she wants her mom. Okay. Who looks like the monster? Mm-hmm. And what's going on with the whorehouse owner? Uh, she just wants to keep control, and she wants to, uh, because the monsters had something to do with the mine explosion, so she just wants to, like, get rid of them so that they're, or make sure that they don't come back. Okay. Uh, the brother and sister, I don't know what they want, like. I will say that. Like, there are two characters. I don't know what they want. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. They could tell me later what they want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would go along for the ride. Like Larry says, it's part of the mystery. It's part of the mystery. Cool. All right. Well, um, let's mess around and... Before we get to news, let's see about getting some heavy metal minutes in. So coronavirus is uh, striking again. Last week we talked about Coachella and all these other uh, concerts, you know, Testament, Lacunico, they're, they're all getting canceled over it. Not to mention all the other shit you people care about, like baseball and football and hockey and all that shit. But it hit me where it hurt. Code Orange released their new album on Friday. It's called Underneath. Fantastic album. It's being touted as their downward spiral. Like they're the second, the follow up to the breakthrough that really puts them as a force to be reckoned with. You know, they compare it to Bloody Kisses by Typo Negative or Downward Spiral from Nine Inch Nails. I heard it. The shit's amazing. I love it. But that's not the news story. The news story is that they had to cancel their release party. They were going to play the whole album in full in, uh, in Pennsylvania or Philadelphia somewhere. And um, they, they fucking canceled the concert. It was gonna, they were going to be open, uh, have opening act. It was going to be Every Time I Die, Zao, and some other band I can't remember right now. But it was going to be a good show. Got canceled. And so the band actually refunded the money to the fans that that bought it ahead of time and and all that and they said well we're still going to go through with the concert we're just not going to have an audience so now they're like well no audience that means we're just going to do it on twitch and everybody could take part in our celebration of the release of the new album underneath which underneath is playing under me right now. So uh, I'm talking over the new Code Orange release, if you're curious. Um, so yeah, they, they streamed it on Twitch and they had a donate thing. You could pay whatever you want for it. You know, I didn't pay anything yet, but I bought the album and I ordered, I had a pre-order bundle with a shirt and stuff. So uh, they're, they're getting my money. But yeah, 
coronavirus strikes again. In other news, it was released last week that Michael Bolton had auditioned to <laughs> Michael Bolton had auditioned to be a singer of Black Sabbath after Ozzy. In the early '80s, Ozzy was out and Theo was leaving Black Sabbath. Tony Iommi was looking for a new vocalist, and one who auditioned was it happened to be uh, Michael Bolton. You know, Iommi uh, recounted the. He recounted the event by saying, so there was a lot of looking for another singer, and we auditioned various singers, including Michael Bolton, believe it or not. He was one of them, which was an odd one. He says, I phoned David Coverdale up, and he said, oh, I just got this band together, Whitesnake. Why didn't you phone me before? You know, I was going into another another singer that was auditioning. And, uh, yeah, so he talked about that on Gibson TV. So you can go on Gibson TV on YouTube to see the full interview talk about the process for auditioning people for Black Sabbath. And in other news, uh, I just mentioned Dio earlier. <laughs> Dio will be featured in the next Marvel movie, Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, it says here that uh, his widow, Dio's widow, had been, she got petitioned by the Disney to, to license Rainbow in the Dark from her. So they're going to play Rainbow in the Dark, which I don't know. It's probably going to have to do something with the with the, with the Bifrost or something. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm excited to see here Dio when I watch Thor Love and Thunder. And we'll see. We'll see. You know, I, I personally, I wouldn't have picked that song, but there's, there's almost any song by Dio you can play in a Thor movie. Come on, let's, let's face it, right? Anyway, I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a heavy metal minute. Wash your fucking hands. Comic book news. We should have a like uh, comic book like news. Well, not not like that, but like. All right. Good job, Mo. What's up first? Well, yeah, they uh, they canceled all these things. Uh, they canceled WonderCon, but Atomic Basement had their own little AtomicCon <laughs> this past weekend. So they had a little artist alley on the sidewalk. That was cool. Oh, wait, did they do that this past weekend? I thought... I thought that was coming up. Uh, they did it this weekend. I don't know if it was exactly for that one, but they, they, oh, they're gotcha. starting. I guess uh, maybe they're doing like every each week a different person because they don't have a lot of space, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that was nice. This, this uh, Tuesday, you can get not only Bloodshot, which we discussed earlier, but Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. <laughs> I'm sorry. So but, Warner Brothers isn't helping with the self-isolation. You said they, they are helping. No, they're not. They're not with those two. <laughs> I don't they're think trying to get people to go out and, and, and see something that they actually like. Yeah. Do you have to pay for those? Probably. What would make you think it, it doesn't? 
Well, you the know, quality. Birds of Prey yeah. was so bad. James Gunn came out and said, "Hey, uh, Suicide Squad Two has nothing to do with any of those movies." Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The Batman. Even Say that again. Jeffrey Wright, who for some reason is playing James Gordon. I still don't get it. I don't like it. Dude's a good actor. Yeah. Out of James Gordon. Is uh, posting images on Twitter to kind of give clues as to what the Batman is going to be based on. And his biggest clue was holding up an issue of The Long Halloween. Uh huh. So it looks like the Batman is kind of. I mean, not going to be the long Halloween, but based on it or similar to, or that's the inspiration. Didn't they do that with Batman Begins? No. no they did that Batman with... Begins is oh, no, it was Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah. And it wasn't, it was yeah. Dark Victory that they did. Mm, which okay. is the sequel to Long Halloween. Yeah, and Long Halloween is kind of like, well, I guess it's not year one, but it's year two, right? Well, no, because they did a year two, but it's in that year one type of universe. Like, it, it's still like a younger Batman dealing with all these things. Like, he's still more or less fighting the mob, and the mob hasn't been snuffed out by, like, supervillains yet. Right, and it's it's one of those... It is kind of like a, a noir type of tale. I mean, yeah. it is a mystery of him solving... Like trying to figure out who this killer is. Yeah, and that's it, it, it's a Batman who's young and dumb. Not even young and dumb, but he's like he doesn't know what to look for because this is more of a serial killer, not just a chaotic villain or an organized criminal. You know, more more importantly, it's Batman being a detective. Yeah, which we don't get as as much as you know I would like to see. Tire Claw has been posting this like five times, so I feel I gotta mention it. I don't know why he's excited about the Cats movie being available in digital. I don't know why... why I don't, yeah, I don't know why he I, thinks... I, I don't understand why that movie... He's a big fan of Rum Tum Tugger. But that's the thing. That, like, the thing is... Like, I don't know what you said, but it sounded pornographic. It, it's not even, like... It's not even comic-based. It's not entertainment-based. It's not, like... It's garbage. Like, that's, that's being considered the worst movie of the year... I expected him to post something about Sonic. He's posting about fucking cat. Yeah. I I will say that the long Halloween is not the, the kind of Batman story you can adapt for a movie. No. Like it if you're doing like a, a, a series, a TV show, and you know, like the you're basing like the first season of it on the long Halloween, that, that could probably work. What's all that background? Right. Well, I don't think they're adapting the book. I think it's just to let people know that it's going to be feel. Batman detectiveing all over Gotham. Okay. Well, while we're on, while we're if on, they the try to adapt that story. It's probably going to be bad. I mean, we saw Batman how, meets the Rum Tum Tugger. We saw how the Dark Knight went. Everybody loved I mean, that one. Like, in in that you're saying it wasn't like The Dark Knight, or you're just saying, like, it was a bad, it was bad, or what? Well, no, what they, they used, you know, the long Halloween motif with the way he was hunting the people down and the time that went by. And 
Yeah. They didn't do Long Halloween right. But while, gonna... while we're on the subject of the Batman, production is put on hold for two weeks because <laughs> of the coronavirus. It's going to take two weeks to wipe down all the sets. Yeah. It's gonna take three if I show up. They gotta, they gotta, <laughs> they gotta, <laughs> they gotta wipe. There's it. no Robin in this one though. Why did he do that? <laughs> Robin is what I call my penis because it's. <laughs> He's gonna be robbing that ass. <laughs> I should na- I should rename it Grayson because it's such a dick. <laughs> oh, gee. <laughs> ah, <Lord. laughs> I think we're off of all games. Which which brings me to a news story. Which isn't really a news story. I posted this earlier. It just made me laugh. I don't know why I I saved this. I just love looking at it. This is the headline. Quote, Can Rick Grayson find his dick in Nightwing number 70? They're doing that on purpose. That that is one of the best fucking headlines I've ever read in my life. <laughs> the the operative word being head. Then thank you, bleeding cool. Like this is like the only time I ever mention your fucking name in a positive light on this show. Marvel doesn't give you this kind of stuff. But when, <laughs> oh shit! What ooh. the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> what was that? Yeah, well, somebody mentioned Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop putting my junk on the mic. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, not Dick Grayson has been going as Rick Grayson because the the evil overlord Dan Didio has been trying to murder Dick Grayson, and apparently shooting Dick Grayson in the head is not enough to kill him. So he's been going as Rick Grayson. He's rejected the Nightwing persona, but little by little, he's realizing that. Nightwing is needed, and I think, I think in uh, seventy is where he's gonna start to reclaim his Nightwing title. How Nightwing got his groove back? <clears throat> Basically, I mean, he's still banging everything that comes into into his orbit. I mean, that's his gimmick. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> You can't you can't get none of that man. Out of your league. He's the only superhero with individually named butt cheeks. <laughs> you guys are gonna have to go on because I, I don't know if I can continue. <laughs> Blood is rushing out of my brain. <laughs> You're such a fool, man. You're such a fool for this. Oh my god. Uh okay. Um, There's an actor being looked at to play Hercules in Thor four. Okay. And it's this dude named Jay Courtney. What's he, he look like? He well he, Hercules. Yeah, he play, He was in the Suicide Squad. He played, I think, um, Boomerang. Goom, or... Yeah, Captain Boomerang. That guy. I, I can see that. If he has a beard, I can see that. Yeah. Is it Jay or Jai? I don't know. I call him Jay. He played Kyle Reese in Terminator Genesis also. But I, think... I don't think we need to mention that. Which like... one's Genesis? 
That's the one with uh, Batman in it. With no, that's the one with it. the Terminator thought it was human. What? What? Yeah, that's the one oh, with Amelia Clark. Oh. Oh, he was Kyle Reese in that. Yeah. yeah. Did you say Kyle Reese? I'm sorry. I was looking at Nightwing's butt. <laughs> I don't know he if I've seen Kyle. that one. Is that the one with the CGI Schwarzenegger? Yes. They're all CGI Schwarzenegger. Well, I That's guess, true, uh, too. Technically, Dark Fate, they did have old-ass Schwarzenegger. I haven't seen Dark Fate yet. Dark Fate hey. pretty good. You should check it out. Eventually. And they're, they're also thinking of Liam Hensworth for Beta Ray Bill. Which I mean, I, what's the point? Don't you have to like... Yeah, it's all CGI anyway, so it doesn't matter who you get. You but, get Miley Cyrus and it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Disney also holds the Falcon and Winter Soldier Prague shoot over coronavirus concerns. Did we talk about that last week? I think so. Okay. I'm going into we, last week. We didn't talk about them pushing back Black Widow. Oh, yeah. they That's what they pushed back, yeah. Which I think nobody cares. Although, crazy. Wonder Woman 1984 still, yeah, still comes still, June. Yeah. I, I, honestly, like, I think the that Black Widow was going to be the lowest uh, earning Marvel movie. <laughs> Yeah, I heard you say that last week. Oh, did I? Say I don't that understand last why week? you feel that way, Lawrence. Do you think it's going to be big? I mean, we know. I, mean, I think it'll be respectable. Like, I think it'll do better numbers than like Ant Man. I think. It'll be, I mean, yeah. is that hard? <laughs> I mean, you, like you say it like that, but technically, Ant Man, as like one of the lower grossing Marvel movies, makes more money than almost. Just about any yeah. other comic book movie you want to talk about. Well, it made like, it made more than any like Academy Award winning film. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but most of them, not all of them, but most of them. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, if we're talking, like, you know, like trying to compare, it, I guess, apples to apples more so. It's like it's it's a very respectable showing that it it would be doing. And but you know I mean I don't I'm not th- it's not gonna do endgame numbers or anything like that nobody thinks that but I don't think it's gonna fail you know and I think people aren't that interested I don't know I mean I don't get me wrong like I agree with what you all were saying last week in the sense that it should have been a movie that came out a long time ago like that was like there was a point where you could have struck when the iron was hot with Black Widow. Now it's definitely, you know, an after the fact kind of cooling off type deal. But when's the release date? It was supposed to be May 1st, but now they're going to push it back because of coronavirus once again. But they haven't given the new one, right? No, they haven't given the new date yet. None of these have a new date, except for Fast and Furious 9. I think it's coming out like. No, that got pushed back too. Yeah, they actually gave a date of. Like December twenty twenty one or something uh, like that. You are dumb. It's not December twenty twenty one. It's damn near. Yeah, it, it's pretty close. No, yeah, I did read that. Uh, that must be a placeholder date. That must be a placeholder date. They're not gonna mess around and push that movie back all the way to the end of next year. April two twenty twenty one. 
Well, that's a whole different thing than right. Well, look, December. I mean, if you're gonna make me, if you're gonna like fact check me, then <laughs> I'm gonna have to like spend more time hey, in stories. <laughs> Listen, I don't. I, I understand that fake I'm news has become you- commonplace for you, but no more. <laughs> we don't I'm do misinformation here- on this show. I'm here to make the people laugh. <laughs> if you're gonna fucking want facts, then this is gonna be a whole different show. There it is. I don't Got know what. Brand is anymore. God if I forbid. if I if I gotta be like factually honest. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I don't. You know it's one of those things where not only do I feel like um, you know there's there's it's the next Marvel movie. I understand that it's tough to you know come after everything that's happened before. Yeah. You know because 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 you know it's like even Spider Man kind of felt like. Uh, you know, like a uh, uh, oh man, like all of a sudden I can't, oh, like an epilogue to Infinity, right? To, you know, what I mean, to Endgame, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that kind of had like a more of a sense of urgency to it than this movie will. This feels like the first movie of the next phase, but seemingly not going to be connected to anything that else that's going to happen throughout the rest of the movies, right? Right. But do you think it may? Do you think it's a mistake if Black Widow comes out as not the next Marvel movie, but like the second or third Marvel movie in the next upcoming release date? You mean like they push it back, like after? Like like if a Marvel movie comes out before. Yeah, it, anything, it, it, whatever movie is next, which I I do think it's actually Eternals. If something else comes out before Black Widow, do you think that would be a huge mistake for the studios? Yeah, I, I don't I don't know only because I don't know what I mean. For all we know, Black Widow might set up the next Marvel movie, which is Eternals. Like it doesn't make sense to us that that would be the case, but. You know, I mean, obviously Marvel has a track record of doing that kind of stuff. Because I honestly think New Mutants is going to come out before Black Widow. Oh, yeah, but New Mutants isn't part of the conversation as far as, like, the MCU's concerned. Yeah, that's only the people that know comics. I, I don't I don't think so. I think, I think even, like, at this point, I think even your casual comic book movie fan understands that the, this X-Men movie is not part of that. Now, as of today, New Mutants is, is scheduled to come out April 3rd. Do you think that's going to get pushed back? It has to. Like, I'm telling look, I don't know how many, like, if there was ever a time or a case for this joint just to come to streaming, this is it. Like, you know I've been saying that forever since they got the rights, but now with what's happening with this friggin' COVID nineteen, it's like the best thing that that they could do is like I, I saw somebody say put it on Hulu. That's fine, put it on Hulu, or you know, or I mean, I would like to see it, so that's unfortunate for me, and I can understand because of the tone of it. Maybe it doesn't fit on Disney Plus, but uh, Lawrence, they- real real quick, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, I made a mistake. April 3rd was the original date, but it has been pushed back because of uh, COVID-19. What has? Wonder Woman? New Mutants. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, 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 I already knew it was going to be pushed back. Like, nothing, yeah, nothing's happening. Like, it hasn't been pushed back enough. But <laughs> I, I agree with what you were, what you, what you were saying before I interrupted you. They should just fucking make it digital at this point. Yeah. I mean, you got people quarantined. You have <clears throat> plus that has nothing else on it. It doesn't take you that long to get through the the Mandalorian, and after that, you're what you're what like you're pretty much just putting on cartoons for the kids. No, well, you got new season of Clone Wars, the final season. That's true. Like I said, you put on the cartoons for the kids. That ain't for kids, yeah. man. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just I don't know. Like it just seems to me like, it, like, like because not like they, it's not their money. You know, they don't really have anything to lose at this point. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I understand that they're like, oh, well, we were trying to get some money, you know, from it. But, yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think Black Widow. What happened? Wait. Hello? Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, OK. You're back. <laughs> OK. I don't think Black Widow coming out before Afternoon Mutants means anything to anyone generally. I think now whether it comes before or after Eternals, maybe, but you know, obviously the Marvel Studios knows better than we would, and so I would trust them. Like if they're like, "Hey, we're gonna push Black Widow back and like just keep Eternals date," and if they come out like a month before apart or Black Widow ends up coming out after for whatever reason, you know, I would trust their judgment in that regard. But I I gotta I, I saw that casting. I, I've got a point. I've just got to mention this because we talked about how many times they've reshot New Mutants. Yeah. At, at one point, we said oh, it's a whole new movie. Um, not exactly true. Here's a here's the headline: New Mutants reshoots never happened because the cast was too old after Disney Fox merger. They were too old. Jesus. I, it looked. I mean, this, this movie, movie was supposed to come out three in years ago. Yeah. But didn't they add a character? Yeah, but that was CGI. <laughs> when New Mutants opens Who, up in theaters this April, which obviously it's not happening anymore, it will bring to an end an infamous production that saw multiple release delays and much discussed reshoots. Except all of those reshoots the media wrote endlessly about never happened. Uh, this is according to an interview with the director, Josh Boone, who basically said, I've been hearing there's been reshoots, but that never happened. Wow. Right. This is his, his exact quote. Everybody said we did reshoots. We've never done reshoots. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. If there hadn't been a merger, I'm sure we would have done reshoots the same way every movie does pickups. We didn't even do that because by the time the merger was done and everything was settled, everybody's older. I don't know. Macy Williams still looks like fucking Arya Stark from season three to me. Yeah, no, she she could definitely be like. A kid, if she, she can play a kid, if she wants to. She was amazing in Shazam, so I don't, I, I don't know what they're talking about. Who she played in Shazam? Billy Batson. <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. <laughs> I was like, I don't like, I don't know what he's talking about either. That's hilarious. 
I knew what he was talking about, but I wanted you to get it. <laughs> I, should, I, I did, yeah. I did not know. Yeah, it's not the that joke on this show. Lawrence, as a loyal listener, you should have known that. <laughs> who's who's chewing glass? So, um, when when are they? When is uh, are they or have they said anything about moving Wonder Woman? No, that and that was the story is that Wonder Woman has not been moved. It's still June 5th, I think. Whatever okay. that is. Right in time for your birthday. Well, it's after my birthday. Yeah, but that's the weekend of your birthday. Nah, I don't really celebrate my birthday. Uh, pussy. What? <laughs> What's there to celebrate? You made it. Another year closer to death. Yeah. Like, every day I wake up is a celebration. I don't know why... That day is more special than other. Because you did the, you did that for a whole year. That's not to say I don't expect uh, lavish gifts and sexual favors from my wife. Look, we're sending you bags of poop. <laughs> I mean, there's a glitter p- bombs. Yeah. All right, are we doing the wrap up music? Yeah, I guess so, huh? All right, let's do it. We got nothing else? I mean, I mean, if you do, say it now. Or forever hold your peace. Disney Channel. Oh, oh, oh. Go ahead, Jack. Uh, Disney Channel's removing uh, the Contagion episode of uh, amphibia out of reruns. That's stupid. They should not do that. Because of the coronavirus? Yeah. That's retarded. Yeah. yeah. Well, Disney likes doing that because they did that on Hotstar. They they censored John Oliver. The hell is Hotstar? Hotstar is the Indian Disney Plus. Why do you know that? Because I know that. Because like, he's very worldly. Yeah. So, because John Oliver talks shit about the Modi, the president of India. Right. And then they they censored that whole episode where he talked about Modi because they're doing business in India. They're the leading uh, digital like you know app for watching shit. So they just took out that episode altogether. But then they, they they realized, like, well, you know, John Oliver looked into it. It's like, have they been actually censoring my shows in the past? And they did. They censored, like, eight almost every episode where he talks about Disney in a disparaging. They just take out. And he's like, because he did an episode where <clears throat> that Mickey Mouse was high on crack. And... He's like, that's a Disney fact. And he did the stamp Disney fact. They took that out. <laughs> so then he got mad. He just started doing, if I say it, it's fucking Disney fact. I don't give a fuck. He goes, because either way, guess who the fuck is telling you? I'm fucking Sazu. My paycheck says I'm a Disney insider. It's a Disney fucking fact, motherfucker. <laughs> Censor this. <laughs> so we'll see if it got censored. <laughs> on. 
I mean, John Oliver is British, so he's an oppressor. Yeah. But, Ooh, it, what? but it, clearly, it's <laughs> Disney that's the, the oppressor. The British oppressed uh, India. That's, yeah. That's, well, that's what he said. In India, or as people with my accents call it, mine. <laughs> yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what he said. Which is funny because, like, the national dish for for England is is tikka marsala. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like that. That yeah. Well, even it, the tea, like they don't, they wouldn't have any good tea unless they conquered India. Yeah, man. Heck, read your history, man. England was all that's that that's Gandhi's whole point. Yeah. It was like. British people are making me hungry. Look, man, I just look to the future, not the past. Well, look, the future is bleak if you don't look at the past. Yeah, you can predict the future by reading the past. Yeah. Messy. <laughs> I had a Damon Wayans joke, but I forgot what kicked it off. Probably Who's ch- chewing in the ASMR? <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought I was far enough. <laughs> No. Social distance. Yeah. It's like, what's next? I'm going to see what you shit out. <laughs> Post it equally. That's on the Patreon. Write yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Hey, I know that we're getting ready to end next week. Hopefully I'll remember, but remind me to tell you all about this vivid dream I had about... Uh, I watch Vivid every day. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. Of course you don't, fucking Boy Scout. But I was a I was a Jedi. So uh, remind me to tell you about that next week. You Do you have this written down? Or are you going to remember? Write it down. I'm, I'm. I probably will have to write it down because I probably will forget by next week. Larry's Star Wars wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. The way. That's the title of this episode. Sounds <laughs> like it should be the title for next week's episode. I was about to say, like well, people will be so mad if that's it's the title be, of the episode because they've been waiting this whole time. Yeah, that's all they're gonna hear about it. But that's that's the beauty of it. We've been infected by coronavirus. Coro- like that's like half the show. Coronavirus or the fantabulous wet dream of Larry being a Jedi. <laughs> really quick. Who who's broadcasting and who's recording? I'm broadcasting and recording. Okay. Yeah. All right, are we ready for this outro? Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Oh <laughs> <laughs> heck. Give us some final thoughts, man. What was that? I couldn't hear you. Final thoughts, heck. Final thoughts. Oh, um my ears hurt. Uh hey everybody, wash your hands. Yeah. Jay, final thoughts? Uh, next week, I'm going to be talking about Outlaw number one. So if you want to join the conversation, why not check it out? And then give us your opinion on it next week. Indeed. Oscor, final thoughts? With all this talk about importance of washing your hands uh, a lot of people are forgetting that it is also important to wash your ass <laughs> Moses Magnum, that includes thoughts. in balls uh, uh, 
I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. I got a for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, please make sure that you follow us on our Instagram. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Let us know what you want us to talk about, what you think of what we've already spoken on. Uh, but yeah, this is Fantastic Forum only on allgames.com. <laughs>